Charlie, the town drunk, again ends up killing them all, but he finds two eggs at the end, and the other bounty hunter tells him not to kill them, not to destroy them because they're the only two left of the species, and that there's a pod coming that's gonna that's gonna uh, take them to space. So that's where the next one ends up is in space. They, they all oh, they always have to go to up. space. Yeah. Um, hey, where are you going? To space. Angela Bassett is in this one. Ooh, and, uh, yeah. And Brad Dourif, the guy who plays Wormtongue in Two Towers, is in it. Dave, this is a Halloween special. You would say Brad Dourif, who plays Chucky. No one's here for the fucking Lord of the Rings now. <laughs> They're here for the scary. I thought you meant, for a second, I thought you meant Raymond's brother from Everybody Loves Raymond. Brad Garrett? Yes. <laughs> Everybody doesn't love me. <laughs> but this one starts with Charlie putting the egg in the pod. And he gets stuck in the pod, and it ends up being in space for 53 years. But he doesn't age, which is... I didn't realize it would be a hyperbaric chamber, but it is. It is. Um, it's, so it's the year, it ends up being the year 2045 near Shatter, uh, Saturn. Yeah, Shattered. Um, Shattered. <laughs> what happened to Perry Saturn's life? It got shattered. A ship, a ship pulls in the pod, and then they go to a space station... Where they were doing experiments, which leads into the critters like enhancing themselves and becoming bigger. Oh, Steroids. Um, yeah. Vince McMahon got sued for it. They end up getting vaporized with the station, and, and three of the heroes get away. That one was really bad. It was really bad. I mean, the movies progressively got worse, but it was, I, I liked going back and, and watching them. And of course, uh, Ninja Turtles did a reference to critters. Was that was the yes. movie that? Raphael went to see. Said, "Where they? Where do they come up with this stuff?" Which I think yep. is pretty cool. Yep. But because that was 1991. 
But it, it was fun to go back and watch them, but just to see how fucking cheesy they were. And I don't know how four of them actually got made. Because they couldn't have. There's a fifth out there. Right they, they, could, they couldn't have done Ew, well he didn't at see all. The peanut butter. That was a lot of peanut butter to not see. <laughs> I had an accident on the fridge. So basically, you're going around making Truth. kids get their ass beat. That's great. That's real nice. And of that you. one got his tooth knocked out. Right. Oh my god. Look at this little kid. He's. Oh, she. You're. That's, that's you're nothing. a ginger. You're definitely <laughs> getting you're your done. ass beat. Oh my lord. <laughs> oh, both of you need it anyways. That one looks like Garrett. Yeah. Oh. God. Whoa. Oh, what's going on there, little lady? Give me a high five. You working? Experimenting? <laughs> All right, Doc Brown. I'll see you later. Love you. But for me, it was it was way too much like Gremlins. And yeah. It just had that. It, it's like they took the formula and just said we're gonna make the creatures different. A little different. Now, are all the creatures the same? Yes. Oh, yeah, they're all just little balls. Yeah. It's not like Gremlins where they had different, you know, personalities and different, you know. Yeah, but it was fun to go back and watch them. If Furbies were vicious. Yeah, pretty much. Probably where they got Furbies from. Probably the idea is something like that. Oh, look at these cute little things. If we took the horrific ones and made them into friends, everybody would want them. I.E. the buddy doll. Killed people, slaughtered mothers, and raped fathers. I don't okay. think that happened. I would hope not. He just drank pee or something. Ew. That wasn't what he just drank. <laughs> That's you, a great line. How do you know what piss tastes like? Kid. Put piss in my apple juice. That's gross. That's, <laughs> That's the best line of this movie yet. You got you gotta get to the part where he says I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> no. That's what he says on the There's a better line. There's a better line. It's later on it's how he says, um, I'm gonna have to pass, man. It's a big red X for me. Get it? Oh, oh, oh <laughs> America's oh, got talent. Oh, it's a I'm gonna have to pass. <laughs> tough crowd, tough crowd. Hey, eh? Jesus, <laughs> you. No respect, no respect. Yeah. Oh, that shouldn't have went behind the TV. It's supposed to go in front of the TV. Dave, are you all set? I'm good, man. Good? That's there's not much more to say about those. Okay. I'm surprised I got that much out. Alright. Next up for me is the Puppet Master. Are we still good? Yeah, we're good. We're good. The Puppet Master! Master. These were some of my absolute favorites as a kid. Um, you might have to help me out with Oh, I don't remember them that well. I I vividly remember them, but I remember there being the white-faced puppet with the knives for hands. There was Pinhead. Who had like the big arms and the tiny little head? There was the guy that had the drill for a head. Yeah. There was like the marionette-looking puppet chick. Um, I have a list of them. Do you remember the one that was a like a genie? I know. I didn't either until I. I know there's like what seven of these movies. There's, there's a lot. There's a handful of them. I thought I saw the the number twelve. What? Yeah. Well, puppet masters, I gotta a, look into it. There's a new one that came out like that's a lot of last God. year. That's a who? That's a thing. Who the ha who? That's gonna be one of the longest running. No. Yeah. There's twelve of them. No. You're probably right. <laughs> All right. So the, the, it came out in 1989. 
He was just a little wee lad. Yeah. I was just a little sperm. <laughs> he was a twinkle. He was still swimming. I was like, I'm a swimming. <laughs> Eat your heart out, Nemo. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Right down the tube to the egg spot. Yeah, I can bring you to the house of the girl you like. That's not creepy at all. Right, this is this movie's sending the wrong messages. Um, I still enjoy the shit out of it. I, I do, too. The makeup is really great. I, I really like that. His teeth. I always thought his teeth looked terrific. It's about um, these a group of people that are, are psychics who are plotted against by a former colleague. That's the first one? That's the first one. Using puppets animated by an Egyptian spell. Yep, because it was an old man. It was an old man. Yeah, it was an old man. It was the old man that looked like the old man from Luck of the Irish. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. I'm going to drop Disney movies all day long. You'll get him. I wish I knew his name. I don't know his name either, but he looked like him. He looked like the rickety old man of like, these are my... My prize he licks his fingers. Yeah, he licks his fingers. He's got band-aids. The kind of guy you shouldn't trust at all. Yeah. (laughs) Picture Toy Story 2 when Al takes Woody to go get his arm put on and the old man. Yeah. It's that guy, but disgusting and real. (laughs) Right? It's that guy. He's like licking his fingers and thimbles and needles Um, and bread and making creepy toys. Oh, that's cool looking. So basically, they the puppets get let loose out of this trunk, and they the there's a hotel that they they're all like to gather in a hotel to destroy the puppets. These psychics are the what? And um, they're in that other room. They're the name of the hotel. Yes, they stay there. Let me rub his it's something hotel. Um, let me get you in here. Assailed by nightmarish visions, Alex Whitaker, Pat Lamatt. That's not his name at all. It was Paul. <laughs> I read too fast. <laughs> Paul Lamatt and his fellow psychics descend to the Bodega Bay yeah. Inn. There they discover that their Bodega <clears throat> Bay. There they discover that their compatriot, Neil, Jamie F. Skaggs, Boss Skaggs' little brother. Has apparently committed suicide, but as the gruesome visions continue, they sense that there's still something sinister afoot. When they find themselves haunted by a band of homicidal marionettes created by a twisted puppeteer, Andre Toulon, William Hickey, they discover that they were right. How are you right about something you don't know? (laughs) That doesn't make you right. That makes you confused. There he is, the big dirtbag monster. Oh yeah, there's the villain. Using an egg suit. (laughs) He's, he's, he's Tumor. That's his name, was Tumor. It's not a Tumor. They used to make monster people in suits like this so freaking cool back in the day. Yep. I mean, he's scary, but not super scary. Shut your mouth. If he did that to you, I'd, I'd have pooped everywhere, man. Like, you know what? I'm done. Kill me. pooped everywhere. You got bottom teeth like that. You don't yeah. have anything good in your mind. Look at that. Oh, you're trying to turn the fucking eyes out. Looks like looks like Beast from X Men turned yes. into a fucking meth head. Yeah, yeah went druggy. <laughs> the cure didn't work. <laughs> but I mean, it reminds me of like when Blade did their prosthetics, and it just you can see his head moving. In yeah, yeah, you can yeah. see the hair. Like, yes. <laughs> yep. 
But it's awesome. Yeah. And who was that actor? Do we know? That is the um, the uh, the limo driver from. <gasps> oh my! I don't remember ripping that kid's head off. Is it Louis Anderson? No. It's the, it's the guy that was the, the limo driver in oh, Blank Check. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Awesome. See, like, a movie like this could have existed as a cartoon series. Like, it feels like this could have been in Beetlejuice's world. Yeah, yeah. Um, carry on. Okay. So, these movies have become a part of my October Halloween movie watching. The, uh... Because there's 12 of them. <laughs> and they progressively get worse. Well, and, there, and there's new do. puppets. You would think after 12, they would be the worst. Yeah. <laughs> the there the be. newer one's great. It has the guy from Reno 911 in it. Yes, you're right. Uh, Officer Dangle. Officer, he's gay. Isn't it Dangle? That's Dangle, yeah. Is it? Yeah. John Lennon? No, John Lemon? Lemon, yes. Something like that, right? Yep. Yeah, the, he's new ones, the new one's very gory. Is it? Yes. Ooh, very gory. Does it have any of the original puppets? Yes. Have you seen this? Yes. It's on Shudder. It was on. Uh, oh, you were telling me that you and your mom was watching Shudder. Shudder. This is the game you're talking about. Yes, Monster Ball. Like, how did that not get made into a video game? Little Monsters Monster Ball. Right. Home Improvement now, had a video game on the Super Nintendo. Like, like that would be a perfect like you know Super Nintendo game, just you know playing baseball but smashing shit as a monster. Yep. yep. Like it you. wouldn't be hard to make either. Oh, I like oh, you. You're cool. That's cool. I don't think I've. Whoa, ever, whoa, you're, whoa! You don't do that, kid. I actually don't think I've ever seen any of the Puppet Master games. I like the Puppet Master. I was gonna bring them. I'll, I'll I'll let you borrow. Them. I think they're good. They are very. Like all of them are boring. Yeah, they are. All of them are very gory because the, they're very innovative yeah. on how the bond, like the puppets there's, kill people. There's one puppet named Leech Woman, and you can probably guess what Leech Woman does. My favorite was Pinhead. Yeah. Just, just. Did he have man hands? Yeah, he did. Okay. This guy, like, they're all probably like this big, the puppets. Yeah. But Pinhead literally has like a tiny little egg-shaped head yep. on like human shoulders with yep. human arms and yep. then like these little puppet legs and he literally will go up to people and just squeeze their heads and, just and crush their heads. He's yeah. insanely strong. Yeah, and out of all the creative toys, that one is like my favorite one. Yeah. I yeah. That head's great. I like the guy with the drill for a head. I remember him. Yep. One of the moments That's where he's like... tunneler. Yes. Where he would literally tunnel through someone's yeah, ankles. I got a picture. <laughs> literally. He yeah. turned his he head would, sideways he and he had a heel. And you burrow right into right. it. Yeah. Um. What other ones were there? Jesus, I know there was the chick. Maybe, maybe the leech one. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, leech, leech woman. Um. Was just there was like a clown, like girls. a clown jester with like. I don't even know. Oh, oh the yeah. cowboy with the six arms. Yep. Six shooter. That's yeah. That's really cool. Is Pinhead on there? Oh yeah, he is. It's kind of hard to see, but he's right up there in the top corner. Oh, yeah. Blade is the one that has, like, a sickle or, or the knife. Right there. Nice. It's, it's like a sickle. Six shooter. I forgot about him. That's the leech chick. Yeah. Leech woman's nasty. The marionette puppet. That one was the one I was thinking of. 
Who's the one? Yeah, there's the tongue. Who's the one with the metal head with the spike on his head? Uh, <laughs> I don't remember that one. Shredder Khan, maybe? That's not. Is that a thing? Yeah, I look, yeah, it's one of the. That's like Mortal Kombat. Shredder Khan. Dude, that's straight up Mortal Kombat Armageddon when I made Shredder in that game. <laughs> so, I don't know what to tell you. Puppet Master. And get Genji or Genie or... Oh, Sam White, Gamji. <laughs> I'm trying to not, like I don't know. Back to the potatoes. Potatoes. <laughs> Smash them, boil them, shove them up your eye. I don't know what to say anymore. Right up your arse. But I want to say I had something about... Oh, this went straight to home video. Never made it to theater. Which is surprising, because the first one is very good. I think it is anyways. Especially when, like, the chick and her boyfriend are in bed, and she's like... Around and he's like, yeah. So then she's like, starts to go down on him, and the next thing you know, you hear, <laughs> and she's like, Are you serious? Are you really serious? I'm serious. And then she leaves, and then when she comes back, he's dead because he got his throat slit. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's what happened. Totally. I totally remember it. Yep. I love that first one. It's so good. Direct to video. It says it right here. <laughs> and it didn't. And it's. And it became a cult classic. Okay. I'll attest to it. It's one of my favorite. I should own them, but I don't. But it's I'll have to bring them in for you. Dude. It's fantastic. Yeah, I'll watch them. They're good. I did not know there was 12 of them. I thought maybe like I six. might not watch all 12 of them, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would, only because I have no life. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the puppets are great. You feel in control? <laughs> cool, uh, cool little nugget about that... Ow! Yeah, about that guy uh, in that Bane there with the bat guy in it. The guy that you love. Do you feel in control? That guy right there that he does that to is yeah. John Daggett, who is the guy that creates Daggett Chemicals, who is the guy that creates the shit that Clayface used. Really? Yep. So that guy is a original oh. Batman villain as well. John Daggett. Daggett Industries. That's why he wanted to, to, to buy Wayne industries or whatever. Or not buy it or get him out of the shares or something. Yeah, I don't really want to. Buy him out. Yeah. Little fun fact. Little fun, little fun fact. But yeah, that's all I got on the uh, Puppet Master. Now, when did the last one come out? Last year? Within yeah. Like a year or two, right? It was like, yeah. I feel like I remember seeing a trailer, but I don't recall it at all. Yeah, it's, it's, it's on that Shutter site. And I'm sure it's at Walmart. Well, I do have a, a little list of like some horror movies I would like to see if you could get. Sure. That would be one of them. Sure. The Babadook. Oh, the Babadook. You know what that is. I want to see the Babadook. Yes. Um, I thought I had another one here. I think I actually already got it. I saw it the other day. Babadook is good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't have it. But the Babadook, that's what I want to see. So that's it on now. Yeah. All right, I will take the helm. Uh, we're running into probably, I don't know, two hours or so. But the Halloween special, any specials we do are going to be a little extended. Because we, we started it way before we started the movie, so. Yeah. 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 Um, but I do want to mention, because I did forget to do this at the top of the show, I want to mention the little segment that I do do, the new to blue. New to blue? Uh, new to blue and not so blue. That's what <laughs> this is called. Because sometimes you get movies that, that aren't on Blu-ray, right? Yep. Um, oh, good job, Martin. New to my phone. That's a good thing to drop, Martin. 
And this will segue perfectly into my second topic. So, I uh, was at Walmart buying some stuff, you know, as a pod god would do. You stupid idiots. Um, I ended up picking up in the, the tr holiday horror season tradition of Jeepers Creepers 3. Um, oh, yeah. Ah, oh, no. Slow your roll, Tadpole. Not that good of a movie. I'll tell you now. <laughs> it's kind of garbage. It is kind of garbage. Have you seen it? Yes. It was not good. Um, he got a lot of heat for that. Yeah, because he was like a rapist or something. Yes. Yeah. You know, I don't support it, but I do support movies. <laughs> uh, wasn't that great, but uh, I have all three of them now, and I'm going to exclude this one from ever watching it again. Thank you for, <laughs> thank you for your opinion of the review. <laughs> uh, the next one that I bought, which I thought was very terrific, I was hoping it was the four pack, but I found the three pack. Oh, scream! Of the awesome. scream movies. Yep. Uh, Those are ones I really do enjoy. I enjoy the first one so much because it is a love story to horror movies. Mm -hmm. Jamie Kennedy's character is just. <laughs> But uh, I know there's a fourth one. I've not seen the fourth one. I talked about 3C Films uh, doing coverage of Cream uh, Five Cream, which is the newest Scream movie. Which, as of right now, if anybody wants does like these movies and up to date, there is going to be a Scream Five. Obviously, Nev Campbell is returning um, as Sidney Prescott. Uh, David Arquette is returning as Dewey. I don't know what the fuck his last name was, and. Courtney Cox is returning as oh nice. what was her Gail Gail Weathers yep. um, I don't she know she still looks good she still looks she good. was so banging in the first I, one. Yeah, oh my was. lord it makes me so mad that and I'll say this out loud it makes me so mad at that point in her life that people consider Jennifer Aniston hotter than her cause she was smoking hot she was, banging. She was hot in Ace Ventura oh yeah that's yeah, like that yeah. same, same time frame pretty yep. much yeah super hot woman yeah uh, so I'm stoked to see her come back. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of these screen movies. I really am. I've never seen the fourth one. They're so, really good. Um, just... Have you seen the fourth one? No. I have not. So that'd be one if you... Well, is, which one is Emma the one makes the movie? Oh, no. Yeah, the first one is in, you know, the town. The second one is there's the movie. Yep. They're starting to make the movie. Okay. And then the third one is, like, there's sequels to the movies and blah, 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 blah. Okay. They're, they're good. Yeah. Good. 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 I'm <laughs> um, up next. Jeepers. Season four of Rick and Morty. Bam, 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 bam. I'm not going to go into detail of this because we will do a Rick and Morty episode at some point, so carry on. <laughs> uh, and then, that's the, that's the drama de la crème, I bought <laughs> Jackass 3D. There's only $3 oh, on cool. Blu-ray. Why not? And for our viewing pleasure, it came with Yeah. <laughs> that looked like a poop. <laughs> no, it's a chocolate. Yeah, well, oh, it's a chocolate. 
It's upside down. Tomato, tomato, babe. Uh, and then I've never seen. I'll be honest. I've never seen Face Off. No. Never. And I've never even heard of Snake Eyes. I'm going to assume this is the prequel to GI Joe. No? Uh, maybe. I'm going to go with it. I don't know. Let's go into it open-minded, shall we? Okay. Um, I Like I said, I bought this two-pack. Never seen either one of them. It's not a bad deal. But then this will go perfectly right into my next topic. I bought, because I don't have it. I didn't have it. I do have it. House of a Thousand Corpses. My next topic is Rob Zombie. Oh. Um, not only because of the movies... Because of his music, his lifestyle, his whole everything. He is, I don't want to say Halloween, but he is spooky personified. Rob Zombie is. He's uh, one of my top three favorite musicians of all time. Um, I think I have almost all of his albums except for two or three. He's supposed to be coming out with a new one next year. Um, House of a Thousand Corpses, though, was his jumping off point for uh, his, his movie career um when you know, i what? do you remember when it came out like the, the theater? no i remember because i've always been a horror like fan always yeah. and when this movie came out i don't even remember the buzz of it the word of it other than it just being on the show sure and then picking it up and even watching it as a kid i don't know like 11 or it's 12 it was what the hell because it's not like a normal horror movie oh, it's no. not like any horror movie um, which makes it an instant classic and an instant one of those this stands out like Halloween was what it was for that generation in that genre this is what it was for whatever oh, I don't yeah. even know oh, yeah. like, over the top like murder porn yes basically I, basically yeah. and that's how he kind of views all the whole genre which of, yeah me being me, when I watch a horror movie or any movie with realistic traits or like anything, I think to myself, that's it? That's the limit? Like, when I'm watching Goodfellas and Joe Pesci stabbing that guy in the throat with a pen or a pencil or whatever, that is extreme over the top. Most gangsters, right? Now go with me. From what we've seen in movies or no, most gangsters are just going to walk up, plug you. Sure. Okay. And then yeah. have somebody clean it up. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was realistic. Let's show that because, yeah, we're a gangster flick, but it's not just that. It's a little bit more. Yep. Um, and that's what I think about horror movies, too. It's like, I don't need to see, like, you know, rape and stuff like that in horror movies. But if you're going to base your whole premise off of terrifying, sinister concepts go there. Yeah, you make it depraved, because that's what it would right. be. Right! Yeah. And that's yeah. why, like, almost all of his movies were, like, NC-17, and they could barely ever be put in theaters, and he always yes. had to, like, reconstruct them to fit the bill of the, 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 the theater's aesthetics and whatnot. But I haven't seen this movie in a long time. I feel like you told me this, but I don't remember it. Sure. We both know Rain Wilson's in it. Yes. Did you know who his best friend was that's in it? Um, yeah, um, yeah. Talking Dead. Guy. I didn't know that. Chris Hardwick. You might have told he, me he, that. He yells, Dr. Satan! When I'm watching it, he's fat in this. Yeah, he's heavier uh, set in this movie. Uh, he and he's got long hair. Uh, he, he's a stoner. And I'm like, that's yeah. Chris Hardwick. Are you Chris serious? Hardwick. He was in this movie? 
Like, I did not realize that. Um, almost everybody that's in a Rob Zombie movie that's like a, a scary character reoccurs in his other movies. Like, I mean, I have almost all of them. There's House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> did you find that one that you were looking for? I thought I had it on Blu-ray, but I don't think I do. The only Rob Zombie movie I do not own is Sandman's Lot. Because I heard it was trash. Um, his very first one, House of a Thousand Corpses, then it kicked... I don't know where it actually went to next. But there was the sequel, The Devil's Rejects, yes. which is probably... The best? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Halloween, his Halloweens are my favorite, but excluding those if they weren't existing in That's his universe. Cool. This is probably the best horror movie ever made. Yeah. I can't not say that. When that chick runs out of the, the hotel room with her husband's face on her face screaming and then gets smoked by an 18-wheeler, I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be shocked at. <laughs> this whole thing just ripped my whole life apart. Yeah, that DDP's in it, yep. which Amazing. is great. Uh, the two bikers, Danny Trejo and the other guy. Yeah. The other guy's uh, Diamond Dallas Page, oh, the wrestler. Oh, man. Uh, it's pretty cool. I always thought that was really sweet that those guys were in it. Yeah. Uh, fantastic, fantastic movie. And then he came out with Three from Hell, which is the trilogy, the set or the, the third part of this, which I didn't really love. I don't think it should have been called Three from Hell because this guy's not anybody original at all. It was supposed to have Simon Haig in it, uh, Captain Spaulding. Yeah. He's in the very beginning of it, but he died yeah, really like sick. in real life of yep, making yeah. it and whatnot. So he's in it the very beginning, which I thought they did good by that. I thought that was very well. They showed him in prison, then they show you, oh, he died while he was in prison, so that's why he's not here. Makes cool. sense. That's a good way to write a yep. character off. Yeah. And then they brought in the other person. Now, he, all, he always went with, with song titles. This is not a song title that I know of, Three From Hell. No. Um, I don't know of. I had a title for of it. His? Yeah. No. And I can't remember what the hell the name of it is. Oh, instead of the three from hell, to me this should have been called the unholy three, because that is a, that's a name of his song, the unholy three. Right. That should have been the name yeah. of this. I think that fits better than three from hell, because he just, yeah, okay, they're horrible people, but like I just, where does he come from? You had the whole Firefly family in all these movies with different cousins and shit, but this guy, I, I don't know, but. I like yeah. I like all three of them. I do. Uh, Devil's Rejects is by far the best of the best. He came out with 31, which I think is a fantastic movie. It's not... You're not going to watch this for the story. You're going to watch this because you like the blood and guts. You like the twisted, where are they going to go with this. It's all about three aristocratic people, hoity-toity, uptight people, that hire wackos to kidnap people, bring them to this giant abandoned factory, and each part of the factory is set up like a different stage, and you have to survive. I don't know what the 31 is. On Halloween, five carnival employees are kidnapped and held hostage in an isolated compound known as Murder World. They are thrown into a sadistic game called 31 where they must survive 12 hours. Okay. 12 hours against a gang of maniacs dressed like clowns. However, the clowns aren't the only ones they need to worry about. 
A grand scheme of satanic rituals and much more sadistic plot awakens. Uh, every the the characters, the bad guys, all of them, they're all more and more appalling as the movie goes on. It's like vile at times, like straight vile. Um, there's a midget that dresses like Hitler oh, God. <laughs> with clown face paint on, only speaks Spanish. <laughs> he speaks Spanish the entire time, but he's dressed like a midget Hitler. Well, he is a midget. He's dressed Did like they a... do subtitles or just... No. No. <laughs> no. So, like, you'll, you'll, everybody's running from him because he's, like, basically, like, this psychotic murderer. Right. And everybody's running around. He's like, ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, and he's, like, just clanking his <laughs> knives on doors and stuff. And he's like, si, bueno. Like, it's just creepy and weird. It's kind of hysterical. Wow. But then when it gets into it, I mean, there he is right there on the cover. Yep. Um. Bueno. It's, it's a, tr it's a messed up. Yeah, it's a messed up movie. It's just a messed up, messed up wow. movie. Um, I, I enjoy the hell out of that. Uh, but these are my two favorite Rob Zombies, Halloween and Halloween 2. I think Halloween 2 is a little eh, because it's just, it gets weird with the spiritual symbolisms of the white horse. I don't know what the hell that really means. I know it's some kind of fucking thing. But the, uh, this first Halloween. Yeah, I, I have to watch it. I own it. Have you seen it? No. You've never seen this? No. <laughs> I went to, no, I didn't go to theaters to see this with my buddy Derek. But my buddy Derek was with me watching this. And we had to turn it off at the scene where Michael is killing his sister in the beginning because it was so unsettling to him. He had it, he started having an anxiety attack. And it is, it's uncomfortable because it's those things for me in horror movies. It's not so much the monster, it's not so much the grotesque murdering. What bothers me is you lingering lingering on something that's uncomfortable making me endure or endear it's a psychological thing yeah, yeah like yeah. hereditary mm. i thought that movie was awful but you saw it right it's yeah but when the son kills the daughter and he goes home you've never seen hereditary i don't really know what the hell the movie's about other than it's like <laughs> a, a cult oh yeah I, it's weird but the son is, I, I don't know if he's all messed up, but he's out driving his mom's car in the middle of the night, and his sister is with him, and she's got, like, her head, like, hanging out the window, like, uh, and he smacks it off like a pole, and just... He swerves to miss a deer, and... and yeah. Bam. And it rips her head right off. And at that oh. moment, to me, that was the most intense moment in the movie. Oh, yeah. Because you're like... Oh, yeah, you're shitting your pants. And he, you just, for, like, a good five minutes, they leave it on him... You see the sister's body hanging out the window in the back, but the camera just stays on him, just gripping the wheel, him expressionless. You have to, you're looking at him, like now you're, you're feeling that, oh, oh God. Yeah, you're It's like not sick. just that happening quick, cut to the next scene. Yeah. Then the very next, that, that whole thing, when they show him drive the car into the, into the driveway, they show him, it's, you know, nighttime, everybody's sleeping. Yeah. He walks up into his room, He's laying there in his bed. And you are, like, the camera never breaks. And then you see it comes sunlight. You hear the mom get up starting the day. You hear her go outside or whatever. And then you just see her, or hear her scream. Bloody murder. And you Bloody. see his face just motionless, just staring into the camera. And you're right there with it. That is uncomfortable to me. So in Halloween, that's a scene. 
basically when he is murdering his sister. It's a long, stretched out scene where you're just right there with them. You don't get to turn away. The camera doesn't cut. You don't get to advert your eyes. You are... You're there. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember this guy. Do a little bit. Is he like the main monster? I don't know. He looks like his skin's gross. <laughs> he's like a, in a Edgar suit. <laughs> yeah, like he's like yeah for sure. Um, but Rob Zombie, I mean, he's done a shit ton of albums. Oh yeah, White and, Zombie. Right, his original White Zombie. Good song. Um, Hillbilly Deluxe, Hillbilly Deluxe Two, yeah. Sinister Urge, uh, Venomous. Regeneration machine or something. Warlock, like yeah. yeah, that one. That's a tongue twister. Um, that's disgusting. Yeah, I bet that smells horrible. Ooh, that's that's sinisterly that dark. Sinister. Imagine if that got him. That's straight yeah. up. You're gonna. Yeah. This is like a horror movie, but trying to masquerade as a kids movie. For sure. There's very dark. Yeah. Implications. He's the one that has little Corey Matthews, right? Is he like the him? boogeyman? They're gonna show the back of his head. It's all exposed. I don't remember this guy. That's disgusting. That's nasty. Anybody that's ever seen Hellraiser and seen their prosthetics and shit, like that's really Hellraiser-ish. He's he's got the the face is tied on, covering his actual face. Right. Oh, that's, yeah. How do none of us remember this? I don't remember this at all. I remember the big blue guy. Yep. I hope they show what he really looks like. You know, it kind of... Like, like Howard the Duck. When the scientist, by the end of it, turns... it Like, the, the as he progresses... I love all of that prosthetic look and shit yep, like that. I, I think he's fantastic. Like, oh. So stuff like this, the makeup, even on his hands, like the exposed wounds on his palms, that's really cool. Yeah. I enjoy that very much. Um, but yeah, Rob Zombie's had a crap ton of, you know, CDs and whatever... He's done a couple of cartoon movies. Um, oh, no, I can't remember it. Something Beast. I can't remember the name of it at all. But I thought Rob Zombie, for me personally, would be a good pick yeah. for someone in his movies to kind of discuss for the horror theme. If you haven't heard of Rob Zombie's song, like, where have you been? <laughs> right. I mean, I remember being a kid and hearing... Oh no, what is the name of it now? I can't think of the name of the song. Dragon? No. Was it? Which one did they use in Chucky, Bride of Chucky? Ooh. You know what I'm talking about, right? Is it Super Beast? Oh, maybe Living Dead. Red, Red, Red Gooby. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Never Red, gonna Red stop. Groovy? Red, Red Gooby. Oh. That's like the. It was a remix of it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yep. Um, Because they put that one on the. Uh, forcible entry as Edge's and, and he didn't even use that version of it. And then when they brought Rob Zombie on, actually we mentioned it, WWE, yeah, they, they oh yeah, he's going to peel his skin off, cool. <laughs> uh, they endorsed or whatever, you know, used Rob Zombie's song, like you said, he never even used it or whatever, or no, he did? He didn't use that version That version. Of it. Yeah. Um, I do remember in the game WrestleMania 19, that was his song for the game on the GameCube. Uh, that was what, 2003? Probably, if yeah. that was WrestleMania 19. Yep. Uh, so then, 
But it was like 2008 or whatever. They were doing like special guests on like SmackDown or Raw. I'm not even sure which one it was anymore. But they had Rob Zombie via a guest, uh, yeah. which had him and Edge to have some words. But if you never knew he used his music for it would make like, no a, like six months, yeah, you would have no idea why that mattered. Yep. Oh, oh gross! Dude, that's awesome. Your poop face. <laughs> it's like Krang. Right? I don't remember this movie being this sinister. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, he's like Crane. Ninja Turtles! Yeah! <laughs> I'm poop face! Uh, oh, you're disgusting, dude, that's poop nasty. face. I can see why you had that covered up. Yeah, put it back. <laughs> so, uh, other than that, though, for my Rob Zombie talk, uh, I think that, that sums it up, because I don't really know anything else about the guy. Uh, <laughs> I think your wife is sexy. His wife is... I think if they if they had put a Harley Quinn in the Dark Knight movie with Heath Ledger, yeah. I think Sherry Moon Zombie would have been a perfect Harley Quinn. I think she looks just like her. She acts just like her. Baby, her, baby, baby, baby. Her voice is her. She doesn't have big boobs, but I don't care. She's super hot. Very um, hot. And in Halloween, I think you get to see her boobs because she's a stripper. And I do enjoy his brother's band, Power Man 5000. Yep. Oh, which we have to say oh, that is our, uh, since day one. I don't know if it's for every episode that you put it in, but majority of the episodes have, um, what the fuck's the name? Worlds there we go. Yeah. I want to say best of both worlds, but that's not but it. But lately oh. we've been using, I've been putting in, like, you want to Snippets or whatever, yeah. yeah. Yep. I actually, I listened to whatever wrestling one you just put up or whatever and it had that intro in it I left a comment on one of the YouTube things the the, pay, or the video because I liked it I thought that intro was sounded perfect yeah um, but what it should do after if you can do that if we could have like that same song the Power Man 5000 song so when that cuts away and he, the guy goes and are you ready or whatever he says and it cuts to like us if you could play for like 15 seconds or 20 seconds the Power Man 5000 song underneath I can, I us, I can do that. To, like playing us into it, you know what cut. I mean? So it's not I, yeah. cut. But other than that, I love it. I really did. Um, That's why I picked it as my intro for when I was doing radio. I, I do. It, it hits so well. It does. It, it really it, freaking does. With the way it ends with him saying, are you ready to go? I would go right into a, a upbeat, a real upbeat song. That's why I thought it was part of like that Megadeth song. Yeah. Because I, I listened to a lot of Megadeth, and it sounded exactly like something that would be in like a heavy metal yep. band's song. Like Pantera or something would have that yep. weird shit. It is. It's badass. I love it. I um, remember that being in a Tony Hawk game. The, the intro? Uh, Power Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, they were big for a little bit. And Let me see they... if I can get what we're talking about. You can listen to it real quick. Okay. Because it is sweet. Yeah, it is. It, it's pretty badass. I, I won't lie. And I was thinking we should come up with maybe like a new logo. Not a new logo, but something that just goes with that. You know, I was thinking of doing a video of us doing something but with no sound. Ah. And then, you know, having that over it or underneath it you know what Could i mean you put like the comic wrestling podcast logo like in the forefront in front of us during a video or no like i don't i don't know i might be able to i don't know i like that idea that's really clever come on piece of junk i never knew that was his brother yeah, brother. yeah. wow it sounds a lot like that while you're doing that i gotta go ahead and 
Absolutely, we'll carry on. I think it was your turn to come yeah, up, yes. but we'll, we'll carry it. Um, I, oh, it was right here, the wrestling uh, international incident. <laughs> Play. Yeah, I own the, the Halloween zombie, but I've never seen it. Alright. Is this is our intro for the YouTube videos. Should have like a bit of music to kind of play yeah. that into, right? But that's awesome. What's that from? I don't even know what the heat to tell you. Wicked. It's building up. Like, it is. Damn. It was perfect. Oh, there goes Poop Face. Oh, Poop Face just melted into poop. <laughs> Dude, I, these kids are awesome with these lights. Wow. I don't remember a lot of this. Here we go. 3C Films responded to my comment on his five cream. <laughs> he goes, haha, thanks for the support, brother. Which, I'll have to get his email and send the shirt to him. But, uh, so yeah, that intro is pretty sweet, right? And then if it had, like, Very music cool. to play it down into instead of just straight cut. Yeah. That'd be perfect. Um, and yeah, you come up with, like, a little sitting down and come up with some kind of video where it's, like, just us bullshitting or doing something ridiculous or whatever off the cuff. If we could get... Like a beach ball sized fucking eyeball. Because it says an eye is upon you. Like, that would dude, be you, know, sweet. you know what I mean? Something like that. Would be, I think would be fucking cool. I, would you be down to just. I don't even know. I will come up with something. Because right now I'm just thinking of like. I don't even know. I, The eyeball, yeah. Yep. We'll come up with something for that for sure. Because I thought, you know, doing it, not just having our logo, but a video with that intro. Right. You know, with exactly. It, you know, with us not speaking or anything, but just, you know, I thought and, that would be really cool. And, uh, it's time we updated a little bit in a yeah. way, so yeah, absolutely. And even if it's as simple as we can make it, we'll still do that, because that's a, that's a great idea. Uh, I think it's on to you, brother. Alright. So my third pick was Tremors. Which they did six of them, which I actually, this, I enjoyed these, I really did. There's six of them? There's six of them. Wow, there was like four. <laughs> But the first one had uh, Kevin Bacon, Fred Ward, Reba McIntyre, and Michael Gross. Yep. And Michael Gross was in all of them. He was the crazy gun, the nut. gun dude. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Reba's husband. Gramp the grandpa from Three Ninjas was the uh, stereotypical Asian store owner. My store! My <laughs> store to come and destroy everything! <laughs> I can picture him with his Popeye. Ah, yep. I saw you gremlins! Don't get them wet! Yep. I don't know if that's the same <laughs> guy. Is it the same guy in Gremlins? I don't know if it was or not. It might have been. Revelations here. <laughs> Who was the chick in the Tremors? Reba. Reba McIntyre. Oh, there was like a... Kevin Bacon had a little... Oh, like the hot vibe. little love interest chick. 
Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. Okay. But um, it's the town of Perfection, Nevada, of course, a small town that you know was isolated. But I have to give this. It would make sense that something like that would happen in the desert when you have desert worms. Right. Oh, Not yeah. just aliens landed here. Yep. Yep. And it just happened to be in this podunk backwoods town. Yep. And they end up calling them graboids. Um, and they start graboids. they start sucking people into the ground. They use sound and seismic a, by yep. seismic Rabbit activity. Um, that's how they originally discover them is the seismic activity. I can picture. That. It's been so long since I've seen these. I can picture the. Yep. Just chasing somebody and they're yep. running. Get on a rock or something! Yep, yeah, that's the thing. So they have to stay on the And then they have their long orange like tongues, and then when they blew up, they look like the inside of a pumpkin. Yep. Oh, the first one they kill, they uh they lure it to ram itself into a concrete into a embankment concrete. Yep. and it just oozes out. And that's Smash the one that they end, open. they end up uh, keeping. Um This you, right here, that looks like a Godzilla mouth. Yeah. Well, that looks like uh Starship Troopers yeah. alien mouth. Yep. Um, they use a bulldozer to escape, and they throw bombs, bombs. at them as they're doing yes. it. Um, that first one's badass. Yeah. They lure the last one off a cliff, which I think is it just yep. you, oh, see yeah. it. Yeah, you see yep. it just pile it. Yep. Mass um, orange goo. The second one is called Aftershocks. The only one, well, I mean not the only one, but Fred Ward is in that one too. They, they hire him to go graboid hunting in Mexico, and he's supposed to get $50,000 for each one that he kills. Fred Ward, Fred Ward is uh, Joe Dirt's daddy. Joe Dirt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and he brings in Bert with high explosives to help. And this in this one, the, the graboids start evolving. They turn into shriekers, which can actually walk. Can't some of them, at some point, they have them, they, they fly. Yep. Um, That's oh, what I But they use... Watching. They use... Oh. They don't use seismic activity. They have infrared sensors on the top of their head, so they go by body heat in this one. No way. Yeah, um, and they're hermaphrodites who can, uh, they give birth after they eat, so they just, like, puke up a baby. So every time they eat, there's there's more of them, which is actually kind of funny. Um, is that what hermaphrodite means? Hermaphrodite means you, you have puke puke up sexual babies? organs. You're a girl with boy parts. <laughs> <laughs> but in this one, they uh, they lock them into a, gr a garage and use wouldn't explosives it make, wouldn't to kill it, them. Would it be a hermaphrodite or asexual? They call them hermaphrodite in it, so I'm going with I'm that. not going to call any monster hermaphrodite. <laughs> I feel like that's a monster in its own right. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Pick third one, they go, back to, they go back to Nevada. The only other one, that the only person that's really in this one is Bert, um, the, the Michael Gross character. The Shriekers evolve into the Ass Blasters, which are the ones that oh, can fly. Yes. See, that's when you lose me, is when you, you <laughs> take a scary monster, and then you start calling it an Ass, ass Blaster. Yep. Um, there's a guy that's doing tours where like they're just blowing like uh, fire extinguishers up to make it look like there's, you know, the stuff under, the Graboids underground and shit. Um, this one, they, they lure it into uh, the concrete uh, thing of Bert's house. That's how they kill one of them. Um, there's an albino one that uh, is sterile for some reason, and they use that as an excuse that the government can't take over the town because there's still one there, so the go for some reason the government can't take it over, which is fucking weird. What, are they Indians and they have rights <laughs> to the land? I guess they can't use eminent domain as long as there's one still there or something, but... Squatter's yeah, rights weird. for a monster that kills people? That's bizarre. <laughs> but at one point, Bert gets... No wonder our system's messed up. Yeah, Bert's in a, uh, a barrel, and he gets eaten by one of the Graboids, and uh, one of the guys cuts him out with a chainsaw, so he survives it. 
Okay. Yeah, oh. so... Um, and I thought... <laughs> they smell bad <laughs> on the outside. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, okay, four is actually a prequel. What? Is cool. that they go? It's the Wild West. It's eighteen eighty nine. Um, is Bert like a gunslinger cowboy? He, he's no. He's the guy that owns the mine. He's like, yeah. And uh, why would he have not have been a gunslinger? Do they ever give a backstory of where these? things come from? They do. Um, cool. It's, it's a western stuff. mining town. They call it the, the Indians call them dirt dragons. Um, that dirt sounds dragon. cool. Yeah. I'm going to call you that. Yeah. The dirt dragon, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Um, the, the guy, Bert, he hires a gunslinger to try to kill them. Wouldn't that have just made sense of why Bert, yeah, he has a, a, an obsession with guns is because it, it follows back to like his great great granddaddy? Yeah, yeah, it would. Yeah. Like that's the Ninja Turtle 3 problem. Right. Cool. Yeah. Go back in time. If you're going to the ancient Chinese dynasty, have that emperor be the the catalyst of the family patriarch of the emperor of Shredder at some point. Right. Yep. But they use a huge elephant gun and then like a steam engine oh, yeah. to like pull one of them. I feel like and, that elephant like, gun is a callback to the original one. Didn't? Yeah. They use an elephant gun yeah, in there. Yeah. Going to a smaller room. room. Yeah. 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 Um, in the wrong room. Yeah. 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 Five is called Bloodlines. They go, they get hired by this like poacher to go to South Africa. This is the first one with Jamie Kennedy in it. Um, the poacher steals an Don't egg. Don't say that. He was good scream. And uh, the ass blasters are trying to uh, are trying to shut the fuck up. Trying to get the egg back. Um, Kennedy end up ends up going into the nest, which is actually kind of cool. And he blows some of them up. There's a kitchen scene that's almost exactly like fucking Jurassic Park. Like, even down oh, to, like, the tapping with, of the, yeah, like, yeah, when the, like kids the claw. Jello? Yeah. Like, they're literally Whoa. hiding from one of uh, one of them in the kitchen and shit. Yeah. Um, Sam Neill shows up, things get confusing. And they, they use lightning to kill, kill them all. They, like, set a perimeter up with, you know, like, all electrical stuff. Okay, alright, oh. I get it on that. That's a little um, creative, I guess. And six is called a cold day in hell. They this uh, research team finds graboids in the Arctic. Um, and they they in one of them they find out that it's fo uh, there's a fossil of the spines that they they use to, to move, and they're pre they're pre Cambrian. They were like the first species on the planet. That's how they they they're not aliens. They're actually wow. you know are these kids crawling out of a man <laughs> underneath them? What? <laughs> um. In this one, they find out that Bert was infected by the Graboid when he was inside it. So, oh. so he has a disease, and it's like eating him from the inside. Is so he's turning dying. Into a Graboid? No, it's but it's like it's he's got a disease where it's it's like a parasite inside him that's slowly killing him because he's like the main guy you're supposed to be. So they find they need one alive so that they can get some stuff from like it's like trying to make his cure or something. Yep. Um, they set a trap using a huge shipping container. And they pull one of them by a plane, and they pull it into the shipping container, and then they just slide these rods in and just skewer it to keep it in the shipping container. And then Jamie Kennedy's character climbs in to extract the stuff, climbs in the mouth oh. to extract the stuff from the gland. Why not just cut it open? Because, well, I don't know. Does it have, maybe it has to be a lie. Yeah, they, they say it, and, uh... Fuck that! And then they, they kill it to keep it from the government, because the government wanted to use it from... <laughs> for... <laughs> 
said kill it, and then you're like, oh, you had to be alive. Well, then kill it. After they kill it. So the government can have it. But I really like did. They did get cheesier as they went along, but I... Not not like Critters cheesy. Did uh, Ben... Jesus Christ. Kevin Bacon ever make a return? Nope. You thought he would have just come and get Footloose or something. Now with these big graboids. But I really did like them. I liked how they evolved so it wasn't just the same... You know, yeah. creature. I mean, they kept the graboids through all of them, but, but they gave them more development. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it wasn't like some horror movies where they don't progress. You know exactly. what I mean? So that I really liked them. Um, I binge watched them straight back to back. I really liked them. Like, I think I think the first Tremors is like on my top ten. It really is a good movie. It, is. it really is well Dang, done. Dang, that's good. And then, there's not a lot of store. I love that. There's though. not a lot of killing, but. It's it, suspenseful. Yeah. Because you yeah. don't even know. You don't understand. Because when that movie came out, I remember being very little. Not like traditional horror movies. It's a it's a giant worm under the ground. Yeah. It's not a stalker slasher trying to kill you where it's like, all right, well, we can breathe easy today because, like, it's daylight and, he, you know, he's not stalking us. With that, it's like you're consistently not knowing what to do. Yeah. Right. And, like you said, there's not really a lot of killing. Like, yeah, a couple people get eaten. It's not over the top, if anything. I remember, like, these monsters eating people and, then, like, burping up, like, their shoes and shit. Yeah. Um, it's more like trying to get away from them and, you know, yeah. trying to kill them. Yeah. Yep. Like, this movie, I feel like this, the original Critters, Ghoulies, the Puppet Masters, those are, like, what would be on the sci-fi channel when it was really good in the 90s. And though, when those when movies like this, the original one, and those movies were on the Sci-Fi Channel, that to me was like, these are like the best movies of all time. Like this channel is the best channel for these kind of movies. Um, it's not so much now. Like <laughs> no. Tremors, it's a it's a ridiculous idea of like these giant worms eating people, but it's it's done better, it's presented better, it's executed better, way more. Than like <clears throat> these Sharknado movies. Oh yeah, and shit. At like least that. this is plausible. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, yeah. like oh. most of those type, these those kind of modern horror movies where it's the same idea of a little critter really is the main antagonist. They're so ridiculously unbelievable now, opposed yeah. to there could be giant worms that live in the, the, the sure, desert. desert. Right. And nobody's heard of them before because it's such a remote. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But when yeah. you got piranhas and sharks and alligators <laughs> Going inside of a tornado, tornado yeah. and yep. chainsaws and dressed like clowns just to I, scare every fear I, you have. I can't even watch stupid. the first movie. I can't finish Sharknado. <laughs> I can't even try well, it. When they go in the house and the house is filling up, don't even know. And then they they leave the house and there's no water around the house. That's it's like stupid. what? What logic is that? <laughs> There is none. That was just to make well, a quick Well, Connie, let me tell you. <laughs> when you go into a, a horror movie and, 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 and you got a tornado, just stick to the movie Tornado. <laughs> you don't need to put no fucking alligators and wait, sharks. Wait, the, um, or Twister. Twister, Sorry, yeah. Connie. Twister. <laughs> it, 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 do, it doesn't make a lick of sense. It's like he took the concept of a cow flying around from Twister and just made, oh, we'll do a shark. And you gotta know what you're... I mean, I know those movies don't take themselves serious, but they should never have been made. No. <laughs> but, uh, Mark, I think it's... I think, does that wrap it up Yeah, for you yeah, three? there's really not much more to say. All right, Marky they, Mark. They kind of explain themselves. Your last, uh... Right. Your last topic, Bubbers. So, from... My last topic... 
We're gonna go into the world of video games. Oh. Computers. <laughs> the last thing I chose was the seventh guest computer game. Have you guys ever heard of this? I don't have a goddamn computer. <laughs> I have it, no idea what this is. Is this that the demo? Demo? The demo game where you're like first person and everything's scary and creepy and monsters and ghosts? And you're walking through like a creepy house? Yeah. Did I tell you that? No, I saw it on somebody's YouTube. Because it was like a short-lived demo and they're bringing it's a, it. It's a point and click. Is that yeah. what it is? They're bringing it. It's on the PlayStation 3 right now and they're bringing it back to like the, or the PlayStation no, this... 4? There's something oh. out that's like creepy as fuck. And people are saying it's like one of the scariest games ever made. No, this came out in the 90s. Ah! <laughs> this came out, so this is a, a game that made by Virgin Interactive Entertainment. It came out April 1993. Dave was just a wee lad again. <laughs> um, it was one of the first games to be released on CD-ROM. That, for all of you people that were born before <laughs> 2000 and fucking five <laughs> that stands for compact disc <laughs> they used to make those right and i'm talking to you people like you're idiots because as i grew up people talk to me like that about cassette tapes <laughs> now it's my turn um so the reason i picked this game i got a question first yeah what's the uh, uh what the, uh, what's the reason you picked this game the reason i picked this game is because it scared me so much as a kid. We, I would play this game at our, I would play this at our friend's house and our my, a friend of the family's, um, Melinda and Tori. I'm gonna do a name drop. Melinda and Tori. Yes, they were older than me and I and were not as afraid as I was. But I remember walking outside, hearing noises from the game in my head in trees like mixing in like wind blowing and I'm like oh my god I had to run and I would run so fast I can picture you being very scared I was a very terrified and the game isn't that scary I don't doubt it it's it's a very <laughs> bad puzzle game it's super hard but um yeah it, I I urge you both to watch the the opening I'll watch it later. Cinema, cinema cinematic cinematic Cinema is more it's, of a theater. Okay. I, would, I think. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Um, it's a, the game is about a doll maker named Stoff. We already talked about Puppet Master. <laughs> he makes Stoff dolls, and everybody wanted a Stoff doll. But then all the kids started to get sick. After they is this are you afraid of the dark? Doll. Are you telling a story right now? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> um, and they started dying. So Stoff, like, retreated into his house and never came out. So your goal is to go in there and find him? So your goal is to stay the night in the man- stay 12 hours through the night in the Stoff Manor and you will- you will, like, win money. And Who the fuck, fuck is giving you money? <laughs> <laughs> what is this, a goddamn contest? You, if you can survive... Local news channel putting out a contest. Anybody that can stay in the house of a murdering child murderer <laughs> for 12 hours gets $36,000 in coupons. If you survive the night. 
And Bob Barker's hosting. Right! <laughs> Vanna White's presenting the check. Um, and do puzzles. You have to solve puzzles, unlock doors, find your way through the mansion. I never beat the game because it's there's a maze that will destroy you. Um, even with even with like a map, it's hard. Oh, I'm pretty good at mazes. Okay, we'll try it out. <laughs> First time I went to the maze over in Skylerville, we were in there for like two hours because it was just huge. Second time I went there, we were in there for 45 minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh! We were in and out. Boom, bang, boom. I know where we were going. It also helped that I went in there with a machete and just ran straight through. <laughs> <laughs> you could just cut all the yeah. corners. Yeah. They say take the past left less traveled, right? Well, if there hasn't been one traveled on at all, I'd say that's the best path to take. So you play as Eco, his name is. And Kurt Russell. I was thinking Kurt Russell as well. Yeah, right? Um, you play... Um, you don't really know much about Ego, but I want to say there's a, another person. So there's seven people, and then one kid sneaks in, and his name is Tad. And he's in. So they they made three of these games. There's the Eleventh Hour. This that's the sequel. And then there's the Thirteenth Doll. That's the new one that came out like last year. And are they all all three of them are the same? Or are you trying? Yeah, to they're all yourself? puzzle games. Yeah, but what what is the story of the other two? Um, the second one's got like a cop who done it. They're looking for stuff. And do I win any money? No. <laughs> And then the third one, you play as either Tad, who's a kid that is just, all, he's in a psychotic asylum. And then you, or you can play as uh, the psychiatrist guy. Who's, there's two different stories. Do you, do you, do you win money? <laughs> no, there's no money. You're just trying to like solve the puzzles and find stuff. No, I'll, I'll find stuff. <laughs> what's wrong? Stuff everywhere. Stuff. Yeah, what did I say? Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Am I saying it any different? I'm not seeing any of the A and the U um, stuff. They use like um live it's like Mortal Kombat. What is it? Yeah, like that. Stop motion, you know. I know what you're talking about. I think it's in here. Ah. But it's very ghosty. Everything is pre-rendered pre 3D graphics. I know that's exactly what you're talking about. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Um, Bill Gates said they were pre-created and then put into the game. Bill Gates called Seven Guests the new standard in interactive. Yeah, well, Bill Gates wants people to put a vaccine in their body that has little fucking yeah. nanobites that are gonna kill oh, you. Thanks. I don't want to do that. No thanks, Bill. Give me my game Xbox toy cube box three series one, and I'm good. That was like all oh, Xbox names. There's there's some adult stupid. scenes. Um, <laughs> well, so what do you mean? Kids are getting killed in it. How more adult could that get? There's a very P. There, it's a PG game, but there's a there's a sex scene that involves moaning and ghostly shadows. Ooh, kind of like Ghostbusters. <laughs> And there's some old people in that house that are like, oh, we're gonna do it on the pool table. Yeah, yeah. I wanna play that game. Yeah. <laughs> what is what game is that? Leisure Larry? Leisure Suit Larry? Leisure Suit Larry, yes. Okay. 
Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah. That was banned in Australia. But I guess that's all I have for this. <laughs> I've never heard of it, so that's a good one to bring up, just because... I wanted to do the Resident Evil games, but I feel like I've talked about those before in the past, so I didn't want to do those. But, um... So my last, to, to round it out, my last topic is... I know I told you the three that I was going to do. I was going to do Murderers. Yeah, you did. But uh, I didn't. You changed it? Well, no, I had these original ones at first, and then I couldn't think oh. of it, so I just said something. <laughs> uh, his name uh, is uh, Stephen uh, King. Mm. And he, uh, he is uh, a world-renowned American author from Maine. And he's fucked up in the head. He's a little twisted yeah. like a pig's tail, but some of the best bacon comes from the best pigs. <laughs> it always in my head I always picture that scene after I say things with Lawrence Taylor saying and that brings us to our next lesson don't do drugs <laughs> <laughs> so before I get into the Stephen King thing though uh, just speaking of Adam Sandler and that you know Waterboy movie uh, he has a new Halloween movie on Netflix called Hoobie Hubby yeah. I heard it was terrible I don't want to see it. I heard it was really bad. He's doing uh, some bad stuff. Lately. I think Keenan Thompson's in it. Yeah, there's a lot of them in it. Kevin James is in it as like the sheriff and shit. Um, there's a crap ton of people in it, but I guess there's callbacks in the movie to like Waterboy and other movies. Wow. So now he wants to do a Happy Madison universe, which it's not gonna work unless you recreate those characters again and redo them now. Yeah. yeah. You're too old now. Buddy. You didn't. You never hinted at anything prior. Like I, I don't know, but whatever. I know he's got that Halloween movie out. Figured to do a plug for there. Fuck you, Sam. <laughs> so Stephen King. Uh, back when I was a kid, uh, Stephen King was pretty prominent in the '90s as a horror icon for books, and then books turned into miniseries. Is this is. And, yeah, it's a it's a thing, <laughs> and uh, and movies is. Uh, Mark, what was the very first Stephen King movie or show you ever saw? Uh, I would have to say, um, the made-for-TV episodic show Red Rose Rose Red Rose Red. That's the one. Really, that's the first one you saw? Yeah. How old are you? 33. You're three years older than me, and the first fucking Stephen King thing you saw was Rose Red? Yeah, I think. You were 16 when that movie came out. You were 16 the first time you saw anything Stephen King? Yeah. I didn't see Silver Bullet until like five, three years ago. <laughs> Silver Bullet's so good. It is That good. werewolf is terrible. When they're in the swamp... Yeah. And you just see his arm come up and he yes. rips people's faces off and rips them into the fog. I was like, oh, that's so scary. Have you seen the one with um, Christopher Walken? Uh, there's one with Christopher Walken. Uh, 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 Stephen King one? Yeah. No, I've never seen it. He's a detective. No. <laughs> no. I'll have to get back to you. 
prefer Did he stab that. him in the face with a soldering iron? You're talking to my... You know what? He's not even my friend. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Sean William Scott in the Rock. That was a... Oh, yeah. I think he um, was like the... Oh, I, got it. I, got I think it. he was like the least Christopher Walken in that movie than I any movie like I've ever seen. Him. he wanted to just shout the N-word in that movie. He looked like a plantation owner. But he wasn't doing the voice like he normally no, does. No, he was like, like he a wasn't... prick. Yeah. Ah, rock! You fuck! What was the name of that movie? The, the Rundown. Rundown. The Rundown. Come on! Sorry. You know, I remember. She's a, you're so, why are you so stupid? <laughs> why you? Why you? So, uh, I think uh, Dave. What was? You ever watch any Stephen King movies? Cujo. Oh, there you go. There you go. I think Cujo was probably the first one. Well, how old were you? Were oh, you wow. 16 when you no, saw it? No, no, I wasn't. No, I remember seeing that as a kid, and it terrified me, and I never wanted to see another Saint Bernard yeah, for yeah. the rest of my life. Well, that's kind of That's true. I think the scariest part, and, I, and I, they definitely go for it in that movie, is the fact of, I don't even think so much the dog, it's just like the mother's like freaking out because her kid's dying in the car. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... I got You had to be asthmatic. Oh, yeah. There had to be an asthmatic kid on the fucking farm. <laughs> had to have it as his inhaler. <laughs> God, can't breathe, will ya? penis. What? <laughs> I, I don't know. Um... I, I think the first the first Stephen King movie I feel like I ever saw was Pet Cemetery. I know for a fact it was the first book, the first Stephen King book I ever read. It's the only Stephen King book I've ever read. I've never read one. <laughs> Hands down, it's the only one. My mom had it. Uh, I remember being a kid. She'd always be standing in the, in the bathroom getting ready for work, and she had a bookshelf right outside the bathroom with all of her books on it, and she had almost every Stephen King book. Um, and I would sit there and harass her till, like the whole time she was getting ready for work. And in doing so, as I got a little bit older, I started paying more attention to the books in front of me, looking at the covers of them. I remember looking at It, which was like this fucking thick, and it was a white book. And it had the, the gutter drain on it, and you saw like the creepy little like three fingered green hand coming up out of the drain. Um, <clears throat> she had Carrie, she had all of them. Pet Cemetery though jumped out to me. The cover of that book was, look it up, would you if you can? Yeah, I'm gonna totally. Uh, it was Church the Cat, right up, right up, like I mean right up to the to the cover of the book. And then behind it was like a silhouette or whatever of like the cemetery and shit. And I just remember staring into that cat's because the cover of it was it had like a 3D print to it so you could yep. feel it bub out and the cat I just remember staring into its mouth just being like this is like this is scary I want to read this uh, and at that point in my life I was I was really big into Goosebumps and those books creeped me out and that was just on my radar and the more and more I sat there and annoyed her that's how I ended up just learning how to read it and all that good shit but uh, I definitely think it was Pet Cemetery that got me going on the Stephen King Oh yeah, that's the Stephen King one, but it was it was a that was a small picture. Like, oh. say this is the cover of the book, it would have been a small little box picture right here, and then the rest of the book was all white. Okay. Um, look Pet up Cemetery one. Yeah. Um, definitely though, Pet Cemetery. I got it right. Here. It comes to one of my favorites. It's a fantastic movie all about. I don't even know where they moved to. I think it's Dairy. I know there's connections. I know there's connections to it in 
in something. Really? Yes. Um. Here's the. That must be the book. It has to be. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. And I remember just staring into that cat's mouth all the time, and then finally I was like, you know what? I'm gonna read this. That's right. Um, I think this movie is brilliant. I I think this is a fantastic movie, except for the very ending. Uh. Super good movie though. Like, uh, move to a small, quaint little town. Yeah. Cat dies, the son dies. Judd across the street's like, Nah, I don't want to bury a son in a cemetery, but I'll, I'll show you the, the Indian burial ground. Come with me. Don't Come go with down that don't road. Don't go down that road. Sometimes dead is better. Then why, Judd? Why did you do this, Judd? Sometimes dead is better. Me and my buddies, we had a That's huge kick of that. We would every time we would see each other, we'd be like, Oh, sometimes dead is better. And then be like, sometimes bread is better. Sometimes red is better. And it was just like, whatever we could come up. You like blow jo or you like hand jobs? Oh, sometimes head is better. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we had a bunch of them. They were really funny. Um, but Pet Cemetery is like Stephen King's classic. Are you sometimes Fred is better. Sometimes Fred is better. It's... You like toast? No, the bread is better. It's like just stupid. It was stupid. But uh, they came out with a sequel. I'm not going to do every Stephen King movie, but I'll do the ones I have because they're the only ones I've seen. Pet Cemetery 2. This is... Stop. Stop. This is better than the first one. So bad. No, it's not. It's better than the first one. This was my introduction to Clancy Brown, who is an amazing, amazing actor. Yes, Edward Furlong is in this, who does a fantastic job. Um, when the dog dies, I cry every time. I know. That's so sad. sad. And yeah. you see the sun sitting out in the woods, and they're playing, like, this horribly depressing, like, sad rock song, and he's, like, sitting there holding his dead dog, and he's crying, and I'm like, you know, I'm crying, and I'm like, I want you to bury him in that cemetery, but I don't, because when he comes back, he's not going to be the same, and so he's fucking dead, and he can't, he, he can't kill you. You know? You don't know how to react to something like that because you know Doesn't what's going on. Doesn't Clancy Brown kill a dog? Yeah, Clancy Brown's the bad guy in this. He's, like, he's the main I'm bad so guy. He's that dog. Well, the dog's like getting after the chickens and he's like dead yeah. and he's upstairs trying to like rape the wife. Yeah. Beetlejuice! 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 <laughs> oh, that's so cool, man. I would love that prop. looks like the Hocus Pocus guy. Yeah, it does. The mummy. Um, so... This is the movie's awesome. I think this movie's great. I, you don't like it? I don't know. Give it a piece of shit. <laughs> it, it's it's a movie. I don't think it's a Stephen King anything because it doesn't say Stephen King on it at all, and uh, there was no Pet Cemetery two going. Oh, you know. But if you want to talk about shitty Pet Cemeteries, better boom. Twenty nineteen oh, was a yeah, complete and utter disappointment, so failure bad. on every level. So why, why was this movie ever even made? Your oh. guess is as good as mine. <laughs> I thought it was going to be great. The best part of this movie, again, you guessed it, is Judd. Or Jed. Yeah. Is it Jed? Or Judd? Uncle Jesse! I don't remember. It's, I don't either. But, uh, John Lithgow. John Lithgow. He's fantastic. He's, he, gets his, he gets his Achilles tendon cut. Oh, yeah. It's growth. And they switch it up in that one with the, with the story a little bit. I don't like it at all. No, it's terrible. I thought the ending was atrocious. I don't think I saw the ending because I fell asleep. In this, or in the original Pet Cemetery, 
the father, the wife, and the two kids move to some wherever, and then the cat gets killed, shit gets too heavy for the family, so the mom takes the kids to the in-laws or whatever, the father stays at home doing his own thing, buries the cat at the pet cemetery, the cat comes back to life, it's all fucked up, whatever, the, I think I missed something in between there, the kids are already gone, blah blah blah, but then, however it happens, the kid, right, birthday party, the youngest son, Cage, or Gage, whatever his name is, <clears throat> runs out in the middle of the road and gets smoked by an 18-wheeler, it's horrible, but it's great at the same time, because it just, it, it adds a whole element of like, you know where this is going. You just don't know how it's getting there. Um, he takes his son after... That's what it is. After the son dies, the mother takes the daughter and they go away because things are too crazy. Yeah. So the dad takes the son to Pet Cemetery or beyond up to the Indian burial ground. Then it's soiled. Hi, Hi sweetie. And <laughs> buries the kid there and the kid comes back to life. That's the part I hated. He didn't have a scratch on him. Yep. He should have been messed up. He got hit by a 18-wheeler. He should have been all gross looking. Yeah. So he comes back, ends up... What does he do? He kills... Kills Judd. He kills Judd. He then... The... Kills the mom. Um, he kills the mom because the mom has no idea what happened. Yeah. So then at the very, very end, you got like the creepy little son. You've got the mom who's like half gross looking because the son killed her and she comes like walking into the into the house because the dad had buried her into the Indian burial ground. Hold on, baby. Because he just didn't learn. Because he didn't learn his lesson with the cat or his son. Yeah. Which that's really sad when he's trying to kill his son again. Yeah. And he's got the syringe and he's like, come here, Cage. And then the son's like looking at him he's like, I want to play with you, daddy. Yeah. And he's like holding a nut. It's just, that's messed up stuff. Yeah. So right at the very end, the wife is dead and... It alludes to she killed her husband. Simple. This one, the kid gets left in the car alone. The daughter's dead. The wife is dead. The husband's dead. And you just see all of them coming back from the pet cemetery. And the son is left alone in the car. And he's got his hands up against the window. And he's looking at his family. And then the family is just walking up to him like, we're going to kill you now. It doesn't have the same feel. It just feels like... You had to do this because if you did the same ending, it would have been stupid. Not stupid because it was a dumb ending, but stupid. Like, what was the point? Do you yeah. hate that the daughter ends up saving the son, like out of the road, and then she gets hit? I thought that was an okay twist. It was a wicked twist. I thought it was okay, like when she in the trailer when she they? came back to life, and like she's laying next to her dad, and like he's like pulling her scalp apart because like. He's trying to brush her hair, yes. and like her hair yes. is just pulling out in clumps. Yeah. I just felt like, I feel like kid actors from the 80s and 90s were light years, light years ahead of kid actors today. This yeah. little girl annoyed me. Yeah. Like, where the girl from the original one annoyed me, but in the sense of like, I feel your pain. Can we talk about the mom's sister that was upstairs? That was gross. That never saw she the had, like, light of This day. was like one of the things, the, the wife had her own character development to show why she's psychologically messed up and they show like flashbacks of her as a kid living in their house and her sister had like spina bifida oh yeah or something wicked so 
weird. She's like, she's the one that the, the sister has to go and feed her and do this. And like, they, it's a, it's all creepy. The angles they show it and everything, because it, it's all just weird. And they show her like laying in bed, all like crippled and mutated. It's her disturbing. face looks like it's the fucking disturbing. Gina Davis's thing right there. It's yeah. all like her skin's all pulled back. It's all tight. You see her spine like poking through her back, yeah. and she's just like. Beverly, yelling feed, her name. feed me, Beverly. Or yes. like, it's just—it's gross. It's—that's like one of the most unsettling moments. That's the worst part. It right? is. It's awful. Oh, it's bad. Um, we'll skim through these real quick. There was The Shining. This is the Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick. <laughs> Shining, the one that everybody loves with Jack Nicholson, um, Jack Tenor. That's his name in the movie. He plays a lot of Jacks in real life. Kind of like uh, Keanu Reeves plays a lot of Johns. Exactly. <laughs> um, this is a classic. This is a absolute yep. classic. The Shining. I've never seen that. There is the the Stephen King one that has, I believe, it's Stephen Weber in it. Is not as good. This is truly the best one. They came out with like a year or two ago. I think it was like last year. The yeah. sequel to it, which, pun intended, uh, it was a sleeper. Not many people went out and saw it. It was great. Doctor Sleep. I think this is one of the best. It was. Are you all done? Or you need help? Okay. I think this is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah. And the chick, her? Oh, super hot. Oh, my God. Super, super hot. Banging. Um, can you talk about the movie a little bit while I do this? Yeah. Um, basically, it's the son of the first movie there. Yep. Danny? Yep. Yep, Danny. He, um... He has some issues, and he... Well, The Shining, The Shining is, it's a gift. They call yeah. it The Shine. Yeah, The Shine. And now when you're watching the original Shining, you have no idea. You just think this is a creepy movie. Jack Nicholson's character is just bonkers. He oh, kind of yeah. goes oh, yeah. like Stockholm Syndrome or whatever it is where you're locked up and you go nuts. This one really dives deep into what that first one is. This shows you Danny years later, like 30 years later, he's traumatized still by the events of the hotel. Yes, they do flashbacks, much. which are really cool. Yep. It's not Shelley Duvall or Jack Nicholson in the flashbacks, but they're pretty, pretty damn close. good. Yeah. They, I think they do a good job yep. with them. Uh, and it's all about these cultists. Okay, these cultists going around and finding yeah. all these children or people with this ability and they murder Stealing them. Him. Yeah. When, when they when they hurt they're terrible people. When they killed that one kid, that little boy I with was the like, baseball no club, way they did that. Little boy with a baseball just they, won the game. Right. They take it little league, they take him to like a construction site. And these people are like they look like carnies. Yeah. And their yes. eyes start glowing white. They surround this little boy, they're holding him down and they're each one of them, every time they stab him, he loses a little bit of his shine, mm -hmm. and they they eat that. That's what they live. That's off what they of. live off of. And it was brutal. It was bad. They must have stabbed this kid at least fifty times. Little like eight year old boy, yeah. and blood's going everywhere. He's just screaming, and you see like these people, like a pack of wolves, yeah. standing over him, like sucking his essence away. Yeah. And it's like, damn. So the hero is Danny, who knows what this shine is, meets this other little girl through her dreams, and they yes. battle. Oh, the girl's great. This movie's phenomenal. This girl is perfect. They go back to the hotel. 
You see yes. the red rum, you they see the blood. drive up that road, and you're the like, music. no. Dun, dun, dun. They, it's oh, great. They end up at the hotel. It's Because he has to go there to confront, confront his demons. That's the only way he can get kill the girl, the, bat, the villain. Yep. Is if he brings her there and lets them take care of let's, her. Let's the ghosts from the original yes. hotel consume her. Yep. Wow. It's, it was really, amazing. really awesome. It's, it's good. But I don't know if it's a Stephen King book. I truly don't know. I don't know either, actually. I think it is, actually. There's like three or four of them. I feel like there is. I remember seeing Dr. Sleep. I don't think he so puts his, names on, his name on it unless he writes it, does he? The book? The movies? I don't think he puts his I name on it unless he wrote it. Well, some of them, some of the movies he's done are short stories yeah. that yeah. have been adapted yeah. that aren't necessarily like a full-on book. Well, like Stand By Me was his, and that was... Right, yeah, that's a good one. That was a, small, a short story by him. Stand By Me. But that movie is... Doctor Sleep is great, yes. and that chick Rebecca Ferguson. Oh, oh my god. god! The first time they show her, she's like looking like a hippie and stuff. Uh huh. Lord, she's got some like serious yoga pants going on in some of them. She's very very hot, especially with that top hat. I don't know what the hell is with that. Yeah, and the jewelry. And then the other ones, uh, the original. Well, over there, <laughs> I have the original It on Blu-ray, uh, the, the TV series one yep. with Tim Curry and shit. I think that's a great movie or series, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it did its job for me when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Scared the shit out of me. Will not lie. The only thing that didn't scare me was the ending when it was a big spider. Oh, yeah. I always thought that was stupid. Um, it, yeah. in, that The original one is really great. It's got John Ritter in it. Um, What's the scariest part in that? One of the scarier parts in that for you? In the original? Yeah. Well, just in there, in, there, in the sewer. Okay. And then just it's just creepy. Um, and then like when they go to like the swamp-looking area, the marsh, and you just see like Pennywise standing in like the middle yes. of the swamp with balloons yes. just waving, yes. and then like the kids rub their eyes, and the next thing you know, there's it's like a skeleton now, yep. like a. D d d d disintegrating skeleton waving to him. Just stuff like that I thought was really creepy. Um, when they're in the, when, when the black dude, I forget his name, is in the, the library and like balloons start gumming everywhere and like nobody sees them but him yeah. and then Pennywise is sitting up on like the balcony and he's got like one of those rattler things and he's like, ah! And he's just laughing like, it's like, that's fucked up. I can't believe that's Tim Curry. Yeah, I think he's brilliant in it. Wow. Uh, it chapter one, this is great. Uh, yes, it is. This is, this is great. This is another phenomenal. I gotta watch that. This, I just watched it the other day. I gotta watch this it. is a phenomenal, phenomenal movie. Uh, Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise is awesome. Uh, the best scene by far in this entire movie is the movie projector scene. Yes, it is. That is the coolest scene, straight up. Yep. Um, very creepy movie. Very, very, very creepy movie. I like the concept of. This is chapter one with the losers, and then chapter two is more with the adults, even though they do a lot of the flashbacks, which yes. I thought was unnecessary. Tell the story you need to tell in this one yeah. with the kids. You can relate to the kids. You can. The kids are the, I love the kids. You can. This, is, this was a really good movie. Uh, 
I thought it was very creepy in a lot of the moments. It Chapter 2, I do not own. You and I went and saw that. Oh, yeah, I own it. You do own it? I do. I, I it my personally know I wasn't the biggest fan of it. I no. thought they tried to make it, for whatever reason, way too funny. Yes. They tried to make it funny. We both, we both agreed that it wasn't. It wasn't Fantastic. very great, no. Um, which is sad and depressing because they had some top-notch fucking actors in that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, James McAvoy. Jessica Chastain. I can't even like, remember the movie. I just remember the opening scene where he kills the gay kid. Yup. And that's it. And then they get in the fun house. Yeah. Um, I, I probably will get it's it, but these are, these are great Stephen King ones. Stephen King's The Mist. This is a fantastic movie. If you've never seen it, I will not spoil it because this has one of the best endings the to a movie. Yeah. yeah. This has one of the best endings to a movie I've ever seen in my life. It literally leaves you. If it doesn't leave anybody that's watching this, like, what the fuck? And just. Then I don't know what movie's gonna grab your attention. Have you seen this? Um, not start to finish, but parts of it. <laughs> The ending, I can't even... A lot of people from The Walking Dead are in that. A masterpiece, one of the most shocking movie endings ever. I, I, I cannot stress. I think I've the ending that. of this movie is probably the most depressing ending to a movie like this I've ever seen in my life. Because you, you're instantly like... You can think a couple of things. But you can think, what was the point? Yeah. Or my thought is, oh, like, I, I really feel for that character. Like, I fucking hate that this just happened to you. Very good. Uh, Room 1408. Fantastic Stephen King. Uh, little uh, schnibbit here. John Cusack and Sam Jackson. They were also in another Stephen King movie, which was shit, called The Cell. Remember you? I showed you it? I know I showed you this movie. I think I did anyways. Maybe I didn't. But... This movie's great. It's all about John Cusack's character is a uh, horror writer. He stays in different hotels, experiences the haunted yes. stuff about it, and then writes about it. Room fourteen oh eight is a haunted room. This is a great movie. Yes. First time these two these two were in a movie together, and like I said, they were in another one called The Cell. Came out a couple years ago. All about cell phone towers and like birds communicating, and it. Then a frequency comes over like devices that like turns people into like zombified, not like they're gonna eat you, but just brainless Whoa. people. And like you can walk by him and stuff, but you have to be like dead quiet. John Cusack's in it. Sam Jackson's in it. It's an awful, awful movie. The cell. Huh? Awful movie. The very end of the it. The only cell I know is with J Lo. The 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 very end of it is. Sam Jackson, he's like this hardened badass the whole time, and at the end, he like basically just gives up. He's like, ah, ah, not worth it. It's like, well, that what was the point of your whole character? Like, none of that made sense then. Yeah. And then the, I just remember there's like a million people walking in a circle, and they're all emanating the same frequency of like white noise, like a screech sound, like weird staticky radio sound. And, like, thousands of them are just walking in, like, a circle, like zombies. There's birds flying over them. And then John Cusack, he's just basically like, yeah, well, if you can't beat him, join him. And just becomes part of, like, the flock. I'm like, what was the point of any of this? I don't even get this movie. It was awful. Uh, Stephen King's Sleepwalker. 
She showed me the beginning ones. With um, Mark Hamill yeah. is in this as a cop. Uh, weird movie uh, oh, about weird. these two cat people, a mother and a son, that like mutate from like humans to cats. They they need people, virgins, to survive. That you know that whole chest, that, <laughs> that whole fairy tale story. It's all been done. Yeah. Uh, this is a weird movie, but it's actually a pretty cool movie. Um, I did. I actually really did like this. I showed you it because of the music. Yeah, we had that big thing about the music. Graveyard Shift. Go check it out. Check this movie out. If you like movies that have mean, horrible, piece of crap bosses, if you like movies that have down on their luck, working in the muck, employees, if you like movies that take place in the creepy ass minds of who knows where it could be Moria, if you like giant rat monsters, then you need to check out Graveyard Shift. If you like music that isn't good, but it still has a purpose in your life, <laughs> you're gonna love this movie. Because it's the Graveyard Shift. It's Check this out. I'm not even gonna go into detail. This movie's awesome. I really suggest cheesy horror, but yet, damn, that was cool. Very cool movie. Uh, literally, these guys work in like these mines, and there are giant mutated rats that live in these mines. Oh my! No, oh mines. <laughs> see what you did there. Ah! I'm gonna be bald, Jericho. And then there's Stephen King's uh, Silver Bullet, which you had said you had just seen. Whatever. Yep. I think this is probably one of my favorite Stephen King movies. It's got Gary Busey in it. Ha! Crazy Gary Busey. Corey Haim. Corey Haim. The other Corey. R.I.P. R.I.P. You died. Not in this, but you died. You're in a wheelchair. Um, there's a creepy priest. Gary. Busey. The guy that talked. Yes. Did you already say that? Did you not see me have an epileptic palsy, a fucking aneurysm? Yeah. This movie's great. This is probably the best werewolf movie I've ever seen in my life. It's scary when he transforms. Yes. Like, I mean scary. It literally looks like his face is growing mm -hmm. at times, and it's uncomfortable. First time I ever saw this, I was with my dad, and we were at his friend's house. I was sitting in the living room, watching it, while everybody else was out in the living room drinking and smoking, doing whatever they're doing, or in the kitchen. I'm watching this movie. I am terrified as hell. It just got past the part where they're in the, the swamp and the bog, and the whole town is out there hunting this werewolf, or this monster, and all you see are like the werewolf's arm come up out of the smoke or the fog and then like literally rip someone's face off and then rip them into the smoke and then because like you wouldn't hear what's happening after they go in the smoke but everybody's like what's what's go what was that it's like you don't hear that thing gnawing him <laughs> like you don't hear him screaming anymore but it's it's that it was great but my dad at that moment he goes hey why don't you go out to my truck and get my cigarettes and I'm like no there's werewolves out there. It wasn't. But this is a fantastic movie. Like, yeah. fantastic. I like it when he soups up his wheelchair. Yeah, and he's got like the fireworks and shit on it, <laughs> yeah. and like little zoomers and whatnot. He's like, I increased your horsepower for you. Right, and all he's got is like streamers and rockets on it. Yeah. Uh, and then the last two I have that I own are. It's his uncle right here. He's his uncle. Yes, he is. He's his eccentric uncle. George A. Romero and Stephen King collaborated and made Creep Show 1 and 2. 
and these are basically Tales from the Crypt, the movies, uh, Twilight Zone, the movies, they're what ifs. Uh, this first one, I don't remember the one with the old lady, but I remember, I feel like I vaguely remember this one. It's got Ted Danson and uh, Le Leslie Nielsen in it. Leslie Nielsen is like this weird... I don't even know how to explain it. These stories are bizarre. Like this one old guy right here, he's a germaphobe, and he's like a millionaire, and he lives in this high-end like apartment, and he starts to go crazy, and he starts to see cockroaches all over his apartment. So he's, he's like spraying them, he's like killing them, and by the end of it, literally, he's sitting in this little room all by himself, thinking like, I got him, I got all the cockroaches, they're all dead. Like he's just losing his mind throughout the end of it. And then when you realize it, like when you, you're in a false reality when you see him sitting there by himself. When it comes back to reality, you just see his face pressed up against the window, completely covered in like millions of cockroaches in this one room, and he's dead. And it's just like, I don't know what any of this is, but just bizarre, creepy tales. The second one was more comedic. Um, like, there was an Indian statue that people kind of disrespected out in front of like this old, like, uh, thrift shop or whatever. And, like, the Indian statue comes to life and, like, goes and hunts down and kills its disrespectors. Whoa. Totally like a Are You Afraid of the Dark right. kind style. of style. Absolutely. Uh, they're fun for what they are, though, for just quick 20-minute little movies within a movie of itself. Um, and there's George Romero is known for uh, Land of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead, all the zombie Every movies. Dead, everything that has dead in it. Yeah, almost every fucking zombie movie that came out prior to the 2000s. He had his hand on all of it. Um, I had the original Night of the Living Dead, the black and white one. And I used to love watching that movie. I don't have it anymore. I wish I did. But uh, Stephen King, I got Without Stephen King, honestly, I wouldn't be into any of this. I wouldn't be into any horror. Yeah. I wouldn't have any... I mean, I probably would maybe at this point in my life. But knowing that he's the reason I got into all this, the reason that we were even able to do this Halloween special that's been at least 16 hours long. <laughs> this is this is our <laughs> WrestleMania, a five-hour... But it's interesting. I love it. It is. And I know there's people that will listen, and I know there's people that won't listen. And to those people that won't listen, you won't hear me say fuck you, but fuck you! Um, that pretty much wraps it up for my three topics of the, of our, our pickings, I guess. I got one. Okay, lay it on. What's your favorite costume that you've ever worn for Halloween? Ooh. Huh. <laughs> I really don't know because when I was growing up, all my costumes were really generic and basic. I never had the ability to be creative on my own standards. Like right now, I would probably have to say, like, I'm going to go out this year for Halloween with her, and I'm going out as Le Champion of La Podcast, uh, Ace Jericho, but I'm going to have my arm bandaged up because she's going as a doctor. So she's going to be my I personal doctor. Me that, yeah. But I, I don't know. I mean, I dressed up as, like, Luigi one year, which was a lot of fun because my buddy Ethan was Mario. Um... I don't really, I don't, I mean, I don't know. There's nothing that jumps out, so 
Mine was uh, when I was a kid. I was huge into Care Bears, which is yeah, yeah. I've seen the picture. And, and this, my mom knew this woman that was a seamstress, and she made me a bear suit. It was. It literally looked like a mascot, like a college mascot yeah, type suit. I've seen the like, picture. Yeah. And I was the green one with the shamrock on its, you know, stomach. I had the raccoon one, purple, it had like a hot air balloon on its chest. For an outfit? No, as a teddy bear. That explains so fucking much about <laughs> these two. Not once, not goddamn one time in my whole life did I ever have Care Bears. Wow. I Why did I not have Care Bears? Because my mom had boys. He wasn't caring <laughs> enough. He didn't live in Care Bears. I was the uncare bear. The bear that didn't care. The bear with no hair that didn't give a care. How I dare. You feel a control? <laughs> um, no, I didn't have any Care Bears or anything. My favorite costume, if you don't mind, um, Guess Tony Hawk. You dressed up as Tony Hawk? I did. Yeah, I what like did that. you do? Just wear a flat brim hat? I wore a birdhouse shirt. Uh, nobody knew who I was. Oh, he's a skateboarder. Okay. Cargo shorts. Tri brought, carried my board around. It was a birdhouse board. Nobody knew. Yeah. Was that in Minerva? Yeah. Well, you only live with six people, so what do you expect? <laughs> and then a lot of the other times, I would just have a glow-in-the-dark hockey mask and a bloody knife. Yeah. And that was that was for like four years in a row. I remember one year I dressed up as Ghostface from Scream, and it was one of the masks that you could pump. Cool. It had a little blood. Yeah, it came with a heart yep. that you'd have in your hand, and it had a tube that would go all the way up into the mask, and the blood would sit into the heart, and you'd pump it, and it would pump it through, and then pour down the mask. And I was an idiot. <coughs> I had no concept of anything. I remember going trick or treating, and I will never forget doing this. Trick or treating to my fifth grade teacher's house, Miss Rudes, and they had a white floor, and I just thought I don't even know. They said, oh, they, you know, pump your mask, whatever. And I did one of these. Like, I leaned forward because I, I never, I hadn't pumped it yet. And I just thought it was all going to pour out of the mask. Right. I didn't think it was going to circulate. Know. No. And so I'm pumping it. And they're making the face like, oh. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, I got it all over your floor. Like, I just, because I. Because that's what you figured it was going to do. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> I already had it in my head that that was the reaction. And, and I must have looked stupid because I did. I remember being like. <laughs> Like, what is he doing? And I'm thinking, I don't want to get it all over me. Right. But it was always hard, though, because when I was a kid, I always had glasses, so I couldn't really wear a mask. Uh, I remember getting an alien mask. They had, like, these big orbs for eyes, so it wasn't straight on your face like this. Good. And, like, it came out. You could see. No, you couldn't, because you're, <laughs> you're fucking breathing in a mask that has plastic eyes, and they're just so steaming just on it. Yeah. Yep. Especially in their, their, like, that rainbow transparent... So once they're like they're that glossy, you think you're walking this direction and you're over here hitchhiking on a bus in Jersey. It's like, I don't even, I hate Halloween. But our, our senior year of high school, we thought we'd go out and I was in, uh, I was in heavy into ICP at that point. So I painted Ooh. my face like Violent J and I got one of those, those plastic meat cleavers that, you know, that yep. you can get. And I put cereal boxes on them. So I was cereal a cereal killer. killer. Cool. Nobody got the joke. My friends got the joke, but nobody got the joke. I was like, I'm a serial killer, and they just didn't get it. See, that's like the jokes I love, because that's like when I, I made up like two stupid Comic-Con like cosplay outfits. One, just me with like a Deadpool mask on with an inflatable pool with holes in it, 
paint some blood on it and wear the pool. People are like, what are you? I'm like, I'm a dead pool. You get it? Yeah. I'm a dead pool. I'm a pool that's dead. But I know I'd have to explain that to people. My other one would be Weapon Xmas Santa Claus. <laughs> I've heard of that one. Yeah, that's like genius. Yep. Yeah. I've got a funny story. I've got a story, a Halloween story. One year I dressed up as Dracula. And I used to go... Minerva, you can't walk from house to house. Even though it's this not, fucking big. Not in the part we lived in. You had to get a ride. So I went with my buddy, like every year, my buddy Brian. And I get in the car. We go to the house. We come back. I get in the car, shut the door. We're, we go to get on the main road, and I get jerked really hard. Like, <laughs> I hit my head, like, oh, what the fuck was that? So one of these? It was, no, it was worse. And, I, and I'm and i like, oh, that really was weird. And I'm like, should I tell him to, like, stop? I don't know what happened. I get out. My cape it, it caught the tire. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, have you been watching this podcast? <laughs> like the last three hours and you made it that far <laughs> keep listening it's getting good keep cut the tire and it, my home my home is gone <laughs> I want to see that so bad of just like right right <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ what the god looking like at night at the Roxbury just <laughs> right that's what I was like and you just oh, I shit. kid you not I'm driving <laughs> sucks bro I was great. embarrassed to be like oh stop the car because it was my friend's dad I didn't want to like piss him off that's great. Not all heroes wear capes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Even the ones that do shouldn't. So when you're trick-or-treating this year, be careful. With your yeah, that's why they say don't wear capes. That's why Incredibles, no capes. Right, exactly. You'd be tripping on them. <laughs> a little dragon, you know. Um, that was my story. <laughs> that's pretty much it. I do want, I had just, I don't know why I put these on here. I just want to give these like little acknowledgments for people that do want to watch horror movies and stuff. And you you're interested in what we just talked about. I had a couple more, four more. I'm not going to talk about what they are, but I would like to throw them out there for people that may not know much. Hi. <laughs> Get out of here, Jesse. Uh, 30 Days of Night, which is a really good vampire movie. Oh, yeah. Hi. With Josh Hartnett, and I don't remember who else is in it. It's a pretty good vampire movie. You don't often see vampire movies in Alaska. No. So that's why it's called 30 Days of Night. Especially Alaska. It's pretty sweet. Um, one of my absolute favorites is Chernobyl Diaries. Ooh. Uh, I'd like to see that. I really like it. It's all about Chernobyl, the uh, the radioactive power plants. Uh, reactor number five. I think that's what they call it. Uh, and that's, a just, that's, a, that's a cool one. I, I personally enjoyed it. The original Pumpkinhead. Ooh, yeah. Those are badass. Uh, the second one is called Blood Wings. And if anybody knows anything about sexual terms, <laughs> how you doing? Uh, and then, I guess the t it's two, uh, is House. House and House 2, the next story. I've never heard of those. you never heard of House? No. Ding dong, you dead! Because it's funny. you never heard of House? Just the show with the oh, guy. Oh, man, no. Guy. This guy buy, or gets left the house from like his aunt or something, and weird shit happens in it and he moves to this he moves into this house and he starts to like hear like creepy shit and like three o'clock every night he hears like these weird noises coming from like this storage room and like this closet 
So one day he opens it up, and like, it's not subtle. It's boom, there it is. This big fucking mutated, melted monster thing is like crawling out of the closet at him. He's like, oh, what the fuck? And he like slams the door shut. And it, it's kind of comedic because the next time you see him, he's got like all these cameras set up in front of the door. He's got like sandbags set up in front of it. He's wearing like an army helmet with like an army vest. You hear like snare drums playing, like they're playing it oh up. My God. And he's like hiding behind like the, the, the sandbags and you hear like like just playing it up kind of cheesy, but sure. it's, it's awesome. It's like, it's, it's like this prosthetic wise and, and visually, it's just like one of these movies. Uh, it's, it's like this meets Monster Squad meets, I got it right here. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard that. House and House 2. Um, Ding dong, you're dead. <laughs> he deals with, like, PTSD of being in Vietnam, so the house is messing with him in that, and it's making him see flashbacks of a soldier he left behind during Vietnam. Yep, so then, favorite. that's him. Yep. So then when you start to see him in modern day, he's like a, like a zombie trying to kill him. Uh, it's... It's sweet. The second one is really good. These two guys or whatever, they inherit the house as well or something, and they start to see really weird shit. Uh, the one guy sees, like, a cowboy from, like, the, the Wild West. He's, like, an old gunslinger ghost. It's... That's wicked. Like, have you ever seen Frighteners? Yeah, yeah, It It fits the same bill as that. Like, you take the movie Frighteners serious, but then... Some of the acting is cartoony because it's supposed to be. Right. Like the ghosts. If you wanted that movie to be serious, you wouldn't have had a black jazz style ghost and like a nerdy ghost as like his companions. Because yeah. that's clearly meant to be like a, funny. Uh, I, I like I like this movie a lot. That's Both cool. of them. Um, I'm certain. Not. George Went is in. The Norm first one from Cheers. Yep. Uh, he's great. He's his next door neighbor. He's like fax fixated with the, the the main guy at first. He's like, oh, I'm like your biggest fan. Like, I got all your books. Like, and the dude, the main guy's just like, get the fuck out of here. So then when he's like trying to tell him, like, hey, you know, Norm, let's call him Norm. Like, there's a monster in my house. The guy's like, fuck you. You brushed me off. I ain't believing you. You crazy crackpot. <laughs> I, I mean, the monsters they show in it. Like one of them, like his ex girlfriend shows up. And he's like, you shouldn't be here. Like, he says something weird to her, and she, like, slinks down underneath the table. And he's like, uh, Bev, or whatever her name is, like, what are you doing? And you just see her pop up from behind the table, and she's, like, this fat Jabba the Hutt, oh. like, sluggish-looking monster that is, like, running around trying to kill her. She looks like a Power Ranger villain. Just ridiculous. <laughs> no, just kill her. But it's all He does. He ends up, like, blasting her into pieces with a shotgun, but she's still alive. So he, bur he puts all of her body parts into a black garbage bag, buries her out back in the yard. Later on in the movie, he's sitting there, and, like, the cops come over for a whole other thing, and, like, you see her arm. It dug itself out of the hole, and now it's, like, dragging itself, like, through the house, like... Whoa. And it's, like, pulling on his pant leg, and that's, that's the comic shit. Like, the cops, oh, is there something peculiar going on here? And, like, he's sitting there shooing away like an arm. Right. It, I love it. I absolutely love movies like this. This, uh, these are 
these are great. These are absolutely great. And I just wanted to give like an acknowledgement to yeah. just a couple of my personal favorites that kind of I don't often think about or say. Yeah. Um, Real quick, I'm going to do this as fast as I can. I'm going to read off where I'm at so far with my 31 days of Halloween. Great. Let's hear it. So, September 29th, I started two days early because that's, <laughs> that's when I bought the Scream movies and I really wanted to watch those. So I watched Scream 1 the 29th, Scream 2 the 30th, and October 1st, it was Scream 3, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Ghostbusters 1984, and the new Scoob with Gemma. October 2nd was Hotel Transylvania 1 and 3 with Gemma. October 3rd, As Above, So Below... The Goosebumps movie, Igor with Gemma. October 4th, Monster House, Hotel Transylvania 2 with Gemma. October 5th, Jeepers Creepers 3, The Thing, 2010. October 6th, The Thing, 1982. Child's Play, 1988. Frankenweenie, Toy Story of Terror, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror with Gemma. Hello. October 7th, Child's Play, 2019. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, which, if you guys didn't know, is... A movie where Robert De Niro plays uh, Frankenstein. And Helena Bottom Carter plays the Bride of Frankenstein. And it's not like a super crazy horror movie, but the most graphic part of that entire movie is Robert De Niro's Frankenstein wants... I want the wife. Right? I want a wife. He wants the... So, I want the girl you're in love with, Victor Frankenstein. And he's like, no, never. So... Frankenstein pissed off that you created me, but you won't create another life for me. I'm going to take the life you, you love. love. So there's a scene where Frankenstein is on top of the Helena Bottom Carter character, and Dr. Victor breaks into the room. He's like, no! I thought he was acting. No, it went in my mouth. Fuck That's me. what she said. I hate hair. That's... Um... So he goes, oh, I'm going to take away what you love. And he literally just punches her straight in the chest, rips her heart out. Blood, I mean, this is the most graphic part so far in the movie. Blood is going everywhere. Victor Frank or Victor is like, no, 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 no. And then he fucking picks her up. Or no, he starts smashing her in the face. Oh, like clubbing her in the face. He's literally trying to destroy any part of this woman. He takes her, smashes her in the face, smashes her face off of the coffee table, and then, like, a candle and shit falls on her face and just burns her whole face to, like, nothing. Aww. So when he jumps out the window, Victor's holding her. her I mean, I'm like, wow, that's pretty, pretty brutal. So then he goes, and he's like, well, of course I'm going to bring my love back. There's a bride oh, of Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. And she is, like, disgustingly disgusting. And uh, it's just that's where that goes from there. But interesting movie with Robert De Niro's Frankenstein. Uh, within the same day, uh, we watched another Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode. Watched Labyrinth with uh, David Bowie. David Bowie. Ernest Scared Stupid with Gemma. October eighth, House of a Thousand Corpses. It twenty seventeen. Corpse Bride. Beetlejuice nineteen eighty eight. Ah, Real Monsters the series. Adam's Family Values. Yes. Uh, October 9th, The Witches. Goosebumps the series, Evolution with Gemma. Do you guys remember the movie Evolution? Evolution's yeah. great. Uh, I figured, you know what? I'm Orlando a... Jones? Yep. That was made by Ivan David Duchovny. Yeah. Wow. That's um, a great Sean movie. William Scott, Julian Moore. That is a great movie. I figured, you know what? You know, it's not Halloween or anything. It's still, like, weird. So why not watch that one? October 10th, Stranger Things, season one, first three episodes. October 11th, Beetlejuice the Cartoon. 
Courage the Cowardly Dog, Season 1. <laughs> Scooby-Doo 2 with Gemma, October 12th, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. <laughs> October 13th, Adam's Family, the original movie, and more Beetlejuice the Cartoon. October 14th, Ready or Not, and more Beetlejuice the Cartoon. Because there's a lot of it. Uh, October 15th, Pet Cemetery 2019. And then today I wrote down Little Monsters. So what did you think of As Above, So Below? I enjoyed it, except for when they tried to make it supernaturally. Yep. Uh, Other than that, I loved it. I, I saw it in the theater. I liked it. Like, when they did the thing where he's, like, seeing his brother's face underneath the bones, I get, I love that idea, but it was not executed well. Yeah. It looked poor. Um, one of the things, like, I, it tore me apart was at the end is when the one guy gets like his neck bitten into and then the other like Italian whatever the fuck he is uh, French guy is like staying with him and she's like I'll be right back I'll be right back I got the wrong stone and I'm thinking you have so far to go yeah what no you there's no way you'd make it back in time if, if you guys are in danger that parallel you're not getting there and making it back in time and she did and I thought that was a little far-fetched even though it was a movie because even the, the drain or whatever, the tunnel that the black dude fell down, she climbed that fucking thing like nothing! Yep. I'm like, that was at least 50 feet. Yeah. Ooh, waffles. I'm like, that's at least 50 feet that he dropped. But I did like the bizarreness of yeah. it. I like that we're going in circles. I remember seeing the trailer and I was like, I don't like these movies a lot, but something about this movie I didn't movie, realize I it was going to be the, the found footage right. style. I didn't realize that. Which I'm a little over that. Yeah. But I, I did. I honestly liked it. I thought it was. When it was creepy, it was really freaking creepy. Yeah. Like when the black dude is stuck in the bones and he's like. And you hear the singing getting loud. He's like, why are they singing? Tell them to stop singing. What the fuck are they singing? And they're like telling him to calm down. Like that's one of those moments when I was talking about earlier where the camera's staying on him. You're staying in his his moment of claustrophobic. Yes. You have to now, like, because now I'm like, okay, can we get out of this? Because, like, now I'm getting uncomfortable being stuck in this frame with him. Yeah. And he's like, something just bit me. Something just bit me. And at that point, I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but this is fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, and then when they escaped, I was like, because at first when, they, when they're pushing on the, the manhole and you see the red light, I'm like, that's hell. That's yeah. hell. They're going straight into the mouth of hell. And then when they open it up and the camera fucking rotates yeah. and it's the street level, I'm like, I just got goosebumps because that's exactly, I it literally was like, they seriously just got out of there? I didn't expect them to live. Yeah. I thought that was purgatory. They're stuck. And then when they move that manhole, and I love the concept of you have been upside down this whole time. Yep. You have been upside down. Because, dude, legit, they go into this room, and it's, like, just a... That's cool. And they're like, what do we do? How do we get out of here? And they notice a manhole. And they're like, look, it's a manhole. So they're pushing on it, right? And it's it's you can see resistance. At least there's, there is resistance. And you're not realizing it's gravity. Yep. Because up to this point, my mind is thinking, because you're, you're seeing a red light come out of this when they're pushing it, the, the, the manhole down, you see, a, like, a, a sliver of light. And I'm thinking, because they keep talking about this is leading them to hell. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that's, they're going to go down there, and then you're just going to hear screams and fade to black. And so when they're pushing down on it, they're like, slide, slide it over, slide it over. So they're 
pushing it down. You can see just the gravity of it. And they slide the manhole over. And now all you see is literally, from their not from their perspective, but from yours, just a red, like an orange light coming out of it. And then next thing you know, you, one of them like sticks their head through and they're, you see the joy on their face. And then that's when they, they are, like you and I, are sitting flat. They put their legs into the hole and then you now are outside of the hole and the camera completely rotates and you see their legs sticking straight up out of the road. Because to them, yeah, they're they're about to jump down. down. Yeah. But to us, they're like crawling out. Oh my it was so yeah, it was, I thought that was really that was clever yep. and really well wow. done. And it's a bizarre movie. Yeah. Very bizarre. It's cheesy. Yeah. When they do the ghost stuff. Like when you see the 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 little kid's face, but when they show like the people grabbing them in the blood, they show the the faces in the rocks, they show like the creepy that stuff is good. Yeah. But then there's there's the times where it's like, meh, okay, that's a little that's a little <laughs> silly. But it's a good enough movie, you're gonna finish it. Yep. Um huh. that was one I'm glad you mentioned. And the only other movie I want to talk about is Ready or Not. Um that's the one with the chick in the white wedding dress on the cover of the movies. Have you seen that? Yeah, the, the one I was telling you about where they play a game. Did you tell me about it? Yeah. Where they have where she marries into the family? Yes. You watched it, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, have you seen it? What did you think of it? Uh, I thought it was okay. I liked it. Yeah, I was alright with it until the very end. Once it got supernatural, I, I was like, happened. "Oh yes, I now I remember." I was like, "Come on, you you didn't need to do this." Yeah. That, that was... movie was like Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. It it had a a premise that it showed you in the trailer yep. of okay, these people, this is what's going on, and then by the end of it, it was like. Okay. Yeah. Because like Cabin in the Woods, you think it's they're just going to the yes, cabin, monsters yes. are going to attack, and then by the end of it, you realize it's a big conspiracy thing. Yes. Not only by the end of that, you realize there are these sacrificial things because there's gods. Have you ever seen Cabin in the yeah, Woods? Yeah, yeah. The big hand comes up out of the dirt and like crushes them. That's like a meme now, where you know the thing with did you have that for 2020? You know. The, okay, yeah. there you go. Yep. Um, but that movie was fun. Yeah, it was. This movie, the whole idea is. Middle class chick marries into a real wealthy family. The wealthy family, they play a game every time somebody new marries in the family. What it is is they you go to like the secret room, the head of the family, the father, he's got like this box, he tells you the story, the history of the box and of this ghost or this spirit or whatever. And the whole idea is there's a little tray that opens up on the side of the box. They take a blank card with nothing on it, put it in the box. That closes, and then you give it to the next person that's going to pick the card. They press the button. It pops open, and it's just the randomness of that spirit picks what game you're going to play. Now, they have one game where they, they you know it's the game, hide and seek, ready or not. That's what it is. And they subtly foreshadow it in the beginning of the movie and stuff. They're like, you talk, like two, two of the brothers that are part of this family, they're saying to each other, you better hope your wife doesn't get that one card, because you know what it'll happen. What, what it means yeah. foreshadowing right and of course she before that though there's the brother-in-law sitting there and the sister-in-law sitting there and the brother-in-law i don't remember what game the sister-in-law says she played but the brother-in-law goes yeah I, I had old maid he goes what the hell is old maid <laughs> so she pulls out red or she pulls out hide and seek 
and everybody's like, oh, dun 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 So the whole concept is, she has to go hide in the house, they have to hunt her and kill her before sunrise. If they don't kill her before sunrise, something horrible happens. Now this is where I deconstruct this whole movie. If it's a random game, right, and that, that one game, Old Maid, because they allude to it, they make it seem like, yeah, I, I had Old Maid, and it was normal. They're making it seem like yeah. hide-and-seek is the only one where they kill people. Yeah. So why is it a tradition if it's random and it's not right. consistent? It won't happen every year. It won't. Yeah. So what are you doing a tradition for which makes the ending not make a lick of sense? Sure. These people don't kill her, right? And they're all in like this dining room and they're all about ready to kill her. They have axes, crossbows, guns, blah, blah, blah. She's like on the table, right? Something like dinner. that, right. And... Gemma, come on. No, take this. Get this stuff out of here. Especially that fucking thing. That's disgusting. I hate that. That is a disgusting... That is gross. Uh, so they see in the curtain, oh, the, the, the sun's out. We've lost. So they pull the curtain back and they all shriek. Like all the people, like the sun is going to burn them. And I'm like... So there's not a tradition, but you're acting like there is a ritual of a tradition nothing there's no consequences for what you just did yeah where do we go from here right and then in those the matter of those moments the family they're like oh well we didn't kill her we lost this is stupid blah 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 and then literally they all start exploding like grapes <laughs> like th isn't that their fear though that they'll explode no they're die? they don't know what will happen because yeah, this is not a thing yeah they don't know they don't know so it's like wait a minute you don't know if there's really consequences to a tradition that you don't it's consistently... It's like having faith in it. It's, it's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's faith. It's faith. There's no there's no other... Uh, well, didn't their great-great-grandpappy die? That's what they were saying, but... It, it just... Without any context of, like, why is this ritual thing even real, yet you play one game that's random... And that one game is the one that has to be the sacrifice. So, what did you... Oh, wait. The first two people that married in. Okay. There's the mother and the father. So, then that means the father, who is related to the guy that originally started this all, when his wife married in, they had to play a game. What'd they play? Fucking rummy? Because they didn't allude to anybody getting killed in her life, right? Okay. So, then the next setup. You've got a daughter that's part of the family and a son that's part of the family. They've got two people that married in. They both say within the same scene, we played basic games. So not once in your single lives have you ever done this. Why are you upholding it like this is something we do all the time when it's like none of you have any even killed anybody ever. This is like not even like maybe the second time you've done it. Like, oh, well, he had a wife previously, and she asked him. Oh, and they were let, ready to kill. Because the dude with the crossbow, he gets the crossbow, he's like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? Like, can yeah. you even kill anybody with it? Yeah. He's literally spends the whole movie watching videos on YouTube of how to use a crossbow. It's, it's hysterical. <laughs> he's the funniest part he is of funny. the movie. But it's like... It's... The movie, uh, uh, um... It doesn't make a lot of sense. The Hunt. I don't know if you guys saw it yet. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see it. That movie where you have hoity-toity elites killing people that are below them I'm not saying that has to reflect our, our real world but that 
That's a simple premise that doesn't need an over-exaggerated oh, ending. It makes sense. This should have been the same thing. It's a sadistic family that when somebody new comes in, they have to pass the test. Yeah. yeah. It shouldn't be, because even once the people start exploding, I'm like, what's making them do that? The girl looks over, she sees a fire, there's a little fire in the fireplace, and you see for like a second that great-grandpa or whatever yeah. sitting there as a ghost. I'm like, you never once in this whole movie up until this moment showed any supernatural anything. Yeah. Like, this seems so like you didn't know how to end a movie that seemed like it had a killer premise. I just thought it was pretty stupid, but I think the chick that is in it is so hot. She was in Evil Dead, uh, the series. Oh. And I, when I, the first time I saw her, I'm like, oh my god, she's banging. But other than that, the pod god is done. <laughs> Did you guys see my 30th celebration on AEW? That was horrible. Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah, that match with Luther was just... It was, was, I never. It I was didn't. Bad. Normally, I watch like clips and stuff, but I didn't watch clips. Dude, of that. that that was bad. I mean, the rest of the show was all right, but that he he was messing shit up was left that and right. Yeah, I don't understand how that man's under contract. He's bad because he's buddies with Jericho. Yeah, but was, how did they was, not get Lance Storm? Right. Like how was he even on the show at all? Nope. Uh, what did you think of Cody Rhodes winning the title back? I figured it was going to happen. I it didn't think they were going to run with Brody Lee. But. It just shows you the absolute direction they're going to go. With He he is literally a combination, Cody Rhodes' is a combination of Jeff Jarrett and Triple H. Yeah. And I don't like it. Because I'm going to be, I love AEW, but I'm also on that, that team of what happened to them saying that this is going to be wrestling. Yeah. This is going to be a wrestling company because it's, it's full of... You gotta have skits and shit. They're, they're, way, they're relying on the comedy way too much. Now. I liked. I saw some of the Jericho celebration, but even making the ending like a Saturday Night Live skit was stupid. I was like, I don't look at wrestling at, literally as like a sitcom. And not everything he does has to be funny. He really needs to start being a heel more. In a dirt, like yeah, like I like the I like the MJF thing. Where he's like, I kind of want to sort of maybe hypothetically, possibly sort of maybe join the inner circle. I like all that stuff because it's been building for a long yeah. time. But with the Cody Rhodes thing, I didn't understand why the fuck his hair is blonde again. Like, do you see that? His no, hair is blonde again. Is it again? He dyed it blonde this past Wednesday. Like, so what are you, dark-haired Cody Rhodes when you're coming back and you're mad? And you're serious, yeah. Like, because that's stupid. Like, I, I don't know who he was wrestling. Oh, Orange Cassidy oh, for Orange the Cassidy. title. Yeah, I didn't notice that. And I'm like, this... I, I honestly thought, I was like, is this... Like, this is... Was it just Wednesday? This was, like, two nights ago? Like, I thought he had black hair. And I think it's funny. It's like, wow, maybe he's... He heard all the backlash, or... I don't even know if there's backlash. But people saying, I like the blonde hair more, so let me go back to that. Because if that's the case, I'm thinking, you must fucking hate yourself for having that neck tattoo. Because there's no way he's proud of that. Garbage. Um, other than that, I, yeah, I there, there is more and more stuff I'm starting to pick apart about it, but I, I still do enjoy it. I think. Did you see the Archer match? Yeah. I think Archer should have won. Yep. Yeah. 
I mean, that was a good match, too. Like, I, I, I actually enjoyed the few minutes I watched of it. But I think Archer should have won that. Because if they're going Eddie Kingston as your next champ, uh-uh. No. I don't think they are. He's not built, not literally fake, like, he's not... I feel like that would be going backwards. Why would you not make someone like Lance Archer a world champion? I think they're going to go with Omega. I think he's going to end up winning the tournament, and they're they're finally going to pull the trigger on Omega. Pun intended. Yeah. I, I think Archer should have done it. He looks so bad. I don't know why he looks so badass with the blonde hair, with the red in it. When I, he's just, damn, he's so cool. I like him so much. Um, What's his move? What's Archer's move? He picks them up by their like their armpits, with their with like their chest on his shoulders. Yeah. And he flips them over onto their back. For us, it would be, oh. for us it would be a reverse razor's edge. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. Um, and he's a big enough dude to where he could probably do that to almost anybody on that yeah. roster. Yeah. That's the one thing I hate when you see like these smaller, two hundred pound guys doing like cradle shocks and just because like. At some point, you're not going to be able to do that to somebody. Yeah. And if you don't <clears throat> make sense of that in the feud, then I don't, like, I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to think. Like, AJ Styles, did he ever style clash Samoa Joe? I'm sure he did. I just, I can't picture it, but I could imagine it wasn't just a cakewalk to put him in that yeah, position. Yeah, he had to fight for it all the right. time. Yep. Yeah. Um... But I hate it when you see the smaller guys do, like, a power bomb move. It's like, yeah, you could do that to the cruiserweights and shit, but once you start going up against the, the big card guys, you can't do that to them. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's unrealistic. Um, but other than that, I think that's all I really caught up on AEW. I do want a little bit of the bubbly, though, if it's still available. I'll try. I'll I try really would love, love that. Um, I'll, have to, I'll have to get you a flash drive with get you caught up on that stuff. Yeah, I mean, even if it's shit, you know, I mean, I love watching it. And I've, up to this point, I've not missed a single AEW other than when you haven't been able to provide it. Um, I know Full Gear's coming up soon. Yeah. We'll probably do an episode for that. Yeah, that would be a good one, yeah. Um, other than that, is there anything else news-wise you want to talk about real quick to get off? Not really. I got the, the Del Rio thing out, so that that's just insane to me. I, yeah, uh, definitely, honestly. I mean, I knew he was a piece of shit, but I didn't know he was that much of a piece of shit. Like, that's just... And then you can see why he fucked Paige up so bad. Like, how her life got screwed up if you're mm -hmm. dealing with a guy like that. It's not coming out until 2022? Yeah, I got pushed oh, back. Um, Superman Easter Egg. There is a set photo of a man in a Superman suit and a red cape on the set of Batman. Like, that's the, exactly what this picture is. Wow. It's hard to see it, but there it is. He circled it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, there he is. That's the guy? Yeah. Yeah, that's him. We met him once. He was cool. Yeah, he didn't even stand up for the picture either. And he's bigger than Rey Mysterio. So. I, didn't, I didn't really care to meet him. I just knew I had something for him to sign. And he was kind of a big deal. But again, I never really gave two fucking dog squirts. But other than that, I don't, can't really think of anything else that's really going on. Hello, I was in a hello. 
274 likes on that. And all I put was, I, this was the Del Rio thing. I go, I smell an episode of The Dark Side of the Ring Season 3. Why would that? Why would he not right. be? And then other people are like, yeah, Jake Roberts, Rick Rude, Kurt Henning, Perry Saturn. I'm like, ah, I fucking, I'm not that fucking guy. Why are you going to fucking suck a fuck off? On that note, if you don't have anything you want to add, I do um, want to mention, actually, sorry, that a couple weeks ago, or maybe two weeks, whatever it was, Dave and I got together. We went up to Lake George, the Heroes Hideout, and we were able to meet Greg the Hammer Valentine, which was just absolutely epic. And we didn't have to wear masks, which was cool. No, it was very cool. Yeah. Um, it's all and there was nobody when we went there. We parked, my mom parked in the Price Chopper parking lot right yeah. behind the building, and I just walked around the block. So I took Gemma, we went and met him, and uh, you didn't, you couldn't even see him because they have that like a thing right in front of him or whatever. So I'm like standing there, I'm like, is there anybody even in here? Like, there's <laughs> not a single person in this store right now. So I like look around and I see the kid taking his money, and I'm like, uh, do I just walk, walk up to you guys? Like, you guys ready? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm talking to. So I'm like, oh, how do you how do you pay for that? And the guy goes, oh, you gotta go around the corner. I'm like, oh, fuck, where around the corner? And then behind Greg Valentine, they had a curtain, and I just see a guy stick his hand out. Over here! <laughs> I'm like, oh, I thought you meant like I gotta go outside, around the block, oh, right. to the fucking wax museum or Over something. Here. And so I went and paid for that. Uh, got the picture and the autograph, whatever, and then I just <clears throat> chatted his ear off for probably ten minutes. Told him, like, I was a huge fan of wrestling when I was a kid during like the Attitude Era and stuff like that and I go I got out of wrestling when I got back into it when I was 15 you and uh, Piper your dog collar match from Starcade 83 yep uh, I said that was like <clears throat> the first match I saw when I got back into wrestling and I go and it made me fall in love with wrestling and not just because of like the DX gimmicks and shit that I liked when I was a little kid but to have an appreciation of it and shit he was super super fucking nice Gemma didn't want to take your mask down, and <clears throat> he goes, that's all right. You got the prettiest blue eyes I've ever seen. And I was like, oh, oh man, like, thank you. A lot you. of them are so nice. <laughs> he was wicked yeah. fucking friendly. If I didn't have, I had, there was a line behind me at that point, so I was just, I didn't want to, There was you know. legit no one there. Like, nobody there. So I got the, the, the yellow picture that I wanted autographed. Uh, he ended up taking, like, two or three pictures with us, which was really cool. And then to see him... Like a week later on AEW yeah. for that dog collar match, I was like, "Oh, that's so like cool! They got him in there to because he's like, that's like his most famous match." Yeah. So I, I thought that was really radical. Yeah, that was that was fun. That was really cool. Um, radical. And Greg the Hammer Valentine, that is truly one of the wrestlers I've always wanted to meet for the last Me fifteen too. years. Because he's involved in one of my favorite matches, him and Ronnie Garvin from the Royal Rumble in nineteen ninety. That's I love that picture match. of that. They have a little picture on that, the eight by ten that I bought. It was a submission match. It's got to be the fatal four or the the figure four lock. Yeah, and they they had uh, like they look like the soccer like shin pads, yep. but Greg Valentine would turn it around to use it as extra pressure on the figure four. Oh wow! So Ronnie Garvin wore one to take the pressure off, and uh, he would like he was like you know sticking his tongue out at him and laughing and stuff, and then Greg Valentine wow. ended up taking it off and but. Yeah, yeah, yep. This man's right here. That's obviously Greg Hammer Valentine. Looks like Amy, right? Yeah. Looks just like fucking Amy. Show me pictures of I that. I know. Guy. 
Um, but that's the that's the match. It's a great match. They're they're chopping the shit out of each other in that match. This this is literally someone I've always wanted to meet. He's just yep. When I mean, if you want to go back history of wrestling, it's gonna go back way before this guy. I mean, his father and shit. But like seventies, eighties wrestling before it got turned into like a media, not media, but like a big worldwide company essentially or idea. And you had to wrestle in territories, and you proved yourself literally by just being a tough badass. He was one of them. Yep. And he's one of the last. Yeah. Legit. He's like one of the last of that era. Um, that's cool. That's a good. That's a, one of the good eight by tens. And it'll be cool because when we do the ICP episode, we'll talk about him a little bit more than that too, because he's like best fucking friends with Violent J and Shaggy. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. They yeah. had. Violent J and Shaggy, they had a, an IPC, IPC, ICP show on like Fuse, the Fuse channel. They, they, it was like a mystery Fuse. science theater yeah, kind exactly of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they, those two would be sitting there reviewing movies or whatever the fuck it was. And they would bring wrestlers in. Yeah, all you had the time. Vampiro and Valentine were the two staples. Yeah. And Valentine was dressed as like an usher or like a busboy or something. And they'd always, hey, Greg, what do you think of that video? And then it would cut right back because he's like a man of very <laughs> yeah. short words. Yeah, yeah. Do, I mean, even as a wrestler, his promos were horrible too. Yeah, he wasn't a great talker, yeah. but he was intense and badass. Um, but yeah, it, it's cool. I just want to mention that because yeah. we are behind on so many activities. <laughs> but uh, I want to mention um, it's a new Netflix original show, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Ah, yes. That was very good. It's, it's a like nine episode. It's in the same universe or something as The Haunting on Hill House. Yes. I, I've never seen either one. Very good. But I know what you're talking Very about. Very good. I would like to check for Ghost, A little bit of ghosties. More love story. <laughs> That's what I've heard. That one's more yeah. of a love story than ghosties. Yeah. Cool news. We're just not going to stop here. Uh, I'm a big fan of the TV show Dexter, except for the last season. And it just got confirmed that Michael C. Hall will be returning That's for big. a limited series or season, yeah, of ten episodes to uh, to bring back Dexter. I cannot wow. wait. I have all seven seasons over there. I love Dexter. Um, he definitely fits into the horror spooky sure. stuff because he is a serial killer that works for the CSI crime scene team for the Miami Metro, and it is just Since this is pretty much almost four hours, <laughs> I want to do it in two parts. I'll do one next week, and then I'll do one really close to, to Halloween. No, that's perfectly fine. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, absolutely. Um, we can spread it, you know, spread it out. A I keep bit, thinking so. like Halloween is like next week. It's not. Yeah. So I'll do one right when I get back from vacation, and then I'll do the week after or a few days after. How long so are you on vacation? I come back on the twenty third. Okay. So, and then I can do one right before Halloween, you know what I mean? Okay. Right on Halloween. Now, do we have an episode to put out in between now and then? Was, did we have anything? Uh, up on the I, don't know if, I don't know if we do or not. I can't remember it all either. They, they all kind of blend into yeah. each other after Because we've been pumping them out a well, lot. Because, like, I saw you upload the international incident one, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, didn't we do that, like, two months ago? But it's like, I, they just yep. blend. Yeah, um, time. 
But other than that, yeah, you can do it two parts. Okay. That's totally fine. I just figured that'd be, you know, instead of one huge, you know, episode. Yep. Okay. Because um, I, I would like to plan on our next comic shop being the conclusion of the Lord of the Rings yeah. trilogy. Um, yeah, other than that, I don't really have anything else. So I guess on that note, uh, Bane. Sorry, my lad. I didn't mean to scare you. 